0: From a real small town, it's shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> this week we have Ellen with a Y. What's going on, folks? Vinny. How do you do? Rich. Hello. Matt. Oh, he's playing the wall, and he's sitting in a
1: Walton's <laughs> chair. So
2: <laughs> you got a long way to go. I know uh, Craig. I know. That's only the start. I, I can't know. wait to hear your Nigerian man. I was gonna voice.
3: say you're gonna be our voice guy too. <laughs> oh, we have so one of ready. those just
0: <laughs> for you. What? The Nigerian man.
4: <laughs> oh, we got a Nigerian print
0: somewhere? Always. Okay. I just sent him money. In your email? Yeah. You see they found his garage full of money, Who's just <laughs> trying to get rid of it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no one took that bait, so we'll go right to the surprise. It's for Rich, though he can share it with everybody at this table. This is uh, for you.
3: Don't take it. Don't take like, it. Go, go with the curtain. Like, it's like my grandmother's famous wrapping That's paper.
0: how I wrap stuff, man. My grandmother wraps in paper bags. She always did. I'm gonna it I thought you were going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Towards because man. that bag's going to provide a case. lot of protection. Right.
2: Juice Let's boxes? see what is it? Oh, these, I can't read the label yet. These is that, that Y2K milk <laughs> <laughs> What is it? <laughs> There's
0: enough for everybody. Oh, I'm, they're yoo I'm going to
2: share this with all of you by throwing them at Craig's head one at a
3: time really <laughs> hard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's going to be like a reverse dunk tank. How much you can we get on Craig? <laughs>
3: oh, that's dunk funny. Tank.
2: At least it's
0: cold. And it's fresh. I told Wendy to find the... The best Best Buy date <laughs> that she could find. <laughs> <laughs> not the oldest, <laughs> right? <laughs> what do they not make that anymore? Or they something? do. They do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I asked her to look uh, for the double fudge, and she
1: couldn't find it. Oh, I've never heard of that. Rich has. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, that only goes in single fudge. It comes out double fudge. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. Oh. See, it says to shake it. Up on top, maybe that's where I fell astray.
1: Oh, yeah, you have to shake it, it settles. All
2: right, these are only good through February of next year.
3: <laughs> yeah, take, Matt, have a yoo-hoo. Take one to pass it down. Craig, have a yoo-hoo. Have Vinny,
2: these. have a yoohoo.
3: Oh,
0: it's goody. Oh, 90 oh, calories nice, per drink. Nice crap. Thank this, you, sir. This I'm reminds my, me of like, thanks, I guess. Fifth grade.
4: This is not... <laughs> It's not for you, Cooper.
0: <laughs> oh no, definitely not for Cooper. Not for Cooper. <laughs> I, oh. Why
2: are we not experiencing the YooHoo malt beverage drink that I'm sure must exist somewhere? I
0: couldn't find it. I have seen that. It's hard I to find. I, yeah,
2: can I'm we, very excited can we about the Zima to
0: mix this with. Then? Oh, <laughs> Zima in the milk. Yeah,
2: because yeah, it has no flavor, so it wouldn't have any effect on the so taste of the YooHoo. For
0: Zima, all you to do now is find a
1: Truly. It's the same shit, right? Delicious. That's better than I remembered. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. That's delicious. tasty. It's, it's not a Nestle quick, but it's it's delicious. You know, I'm going to start off with that's how in, they get
3: you.
2: In, in a fit of irony, the reason I was late this week is because I already had diarrhea earlier hey, today. How many bathrooms <laughs> do you <we> have, Alan? <laughs> One that's
3: not doing too good. <laughs> that just made the you more tasty. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Remember how last week I talked about how Mountain Dew and it was just like, oh my god, just so sugary, and I was just like, I I don't know how people drink this. So. I'm assuming they're marketing all behind all that sugar and there's just you crave it now. Because now I go through and I'm sitting there the other night and I'm just kind of laying around. I'm like, oh, my God, I really want a Mountain Dew. So then I grabbed another one and I drank that pretty fast. And then I went in just after and grabbed another and drank half a can These and can then poured it out and said, out. I can't do this.
0: No, because you're going to have heart problems. Yeah,
3: because they went through and that's it. I said, well, I went from not liking it to now craving it to I can't Between have it. Between the sugar and anymore. the caffeine, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is, there's no good. But I, just, I went through, I'm like, this is disgusting, and it was so can't, good. No. You're,
1: you're you you can't
2: come to my house. You're not a pot drinker. Could you feel it on your can't. teeth? I'm not going <laughs> to. Pretty it's much. It's going to be a surprise for a number one fan, I, too. I, I don't drink. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she the same uh, issue that you did? Does no, she, she
2: didn't drink the Yuhu. No? Oh, those are good. Is
0: it made with real milk? It is
2: know. not. No. That can't be. The first three ingredients are water, high fructose, Consains corn syrup, and, soy. and whey. Less than 2% of cocoa. Non dry, non fat, dry milk.
3: <clears throat> but look at how they have in uh, bold print contains milk, a milk product, contains liability. You got it. The
0: bioengineered food ingredient.
1: Where does it say contains milk at the bottom? Your warning.
3: Oh, three that's quarters more of, right of a
1: warning. <laughs> Everything has soy in it. It's f- what
4: well, it has non fat, dry milk in it, right? So they got to do the milk thing.
1: I'm not as scared. And then there's
4: soy lecithin in it, so yeah, soy.
1: So I've been hitting up the uh, ve- vegetable stands, right? So I made, made myself some some pretty good uh, vegetable medley in the frying pan, and that looked good. I've been eating it quite a bit over the weekend. This afternoon, I took the biggest, greenest, nastiest
3: <laughs> shit of my entire life. That's how you know it's working. <laughs> Why are you showing us
1: pictures of your shit? <laughs> oh, I had to take it a picture and send it. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it I should have been I like the
1: had- pe- the vegetables did before. Did you just salute it as it was oh, flushed? It was great. I did, I almost did <laughs> a courtesy flush that bastard. It was good and solid and very little cleanup.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you're getting old when you're just complimenting and excited about your poos. Exactly.
1: That's about the extent of the yeah. excitement in my house. I missed the show
2: last week. I did listen. I thought you had the wrong title, but now I can't remember what the title should have been. One of them. And, and you're in deep trouble for not liking I Think You Should Leave.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I told you. I watched it for like, honestly, it was like six minutes. And I'm like, I just... Uh, oh, you're, you're, you're doing it wrong. I know. That's I'll all there is to it. To it.
1: Um, Am I missing the show?
2: I, it's called I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. It's one of the funniest things on... I television. liked him at Shawshank.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you said you said that a week ago too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well... We, we were not together. Amazon Prime Day happened, and I dropped $130. Did you really? Yeah. Holy shit. I finally b- broke down and bought a bidet. I still have an installed that I almost brought it just to show you guys. That, you know, it's not that big a deal. But uh, I, I finally broke down and bought a bidet. You with the butt warmer? No, no. All of it is, is a
0: hose with a, with a
2: gentle nozzle. When I, <laughs> when I finally sat down and priced these out, they start in the thousands, and they come down to like 34 bucks. Mm-hmm. So mine is the thirty four dollar one yeah, It's the bucks. highest rated thirty four dollar one.
3: Just a little person with a
2: hose <laughs> 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 Alan, I think you would should hold out for more than thirty four dollars <laughs> for that gig. Uh. Also, we got a dog. You got a dog we got a we We are officially fosters. Nice.
0: So I asked number one fan. Three weeks ago, about you guys getting another dog, and she said, "New." No. <laughs> that plan changed.
2: By whose call? Yours my, or our hers? son wants a dog okay. that will cuddle with him. Our dog is. He should
0: try getting a girlfriend. Is
2: well, that's because I like topic. cuddling he's, my wife. He's so. better
1: off with a dog. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you just opened yourself up to a shot of comparison between your girlfriend's and your dog. But I digress. Oh. Um, <laughs> So we're, we're Dutch ovens are proper
0: in either situation. So what Dutch ovens are proper in either situation?
1: They'll both bite you.
2: <laughs> are you proposing slow cooking the dog or the girlfriend?
1: No, no. no the Dutch oven.
2: <laughs> anyway, we're we're fostering for Diamonds in the Rough, which okay. is a, a animal rescue. I think they really do only dogs.
0: Chris Nezio
3: he uh, did that for a while.
2: Oh, okay, I didn't know
3: that. He was part of Diamonds in the Rough. Uh,
2: another friend of ours is active with it, but she's mostly. She's, she's cats and dogs. We're just dogs. This dog came in on a some sort of truck from Texas, from a kill shelter, and they needed immediate homes, and they put him with an existing foster, and he didn't get along with the dog they already had. So we agreed to take him on. The description was mostly lies
0: <laughs> about
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how, how sweet and gentle he is. He is very sweet, and he is very playful, but... He is not gentle. He is a, a big dumb brute, and um, he came with a habit of biting affectionately, which I, I broke him up within 24 hours. That shit's not going to fly. We How old is he?
0: Probably about five. Okay, so this is one of the younger dogs you had lately.
3: Compared to how'd you yeah. break with the affectionate biting? Because I'm just cool, trying to do that. Choking? Uh, not <laughs> choking. Uh,
2: corporal punishment. Yeah, he got slapped in the mouth about four times that first day, yeah. and since then. It hasn't been necessary. And if he does put teeth on, which he forgets himself every once in a while, I just tell him no bites, wag a finger in his face, and that's sufficient.
3: I've been doing that with Cooper. When I do that, he bites my finger.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is is a pit bull, and Uh he's got about 10 pounds on lady. Oh, jeez. How
0: do they get along?
2: They're learning to get along. He wants to be dominant, and she is letting him. We're pushing the... The her being dom- the dominant one because a we don't want her bullied, and b she's got seniority, mm-hmm. and c she, we already signed the paperwork for her. He's he's temp, you know, yeah. for now. Uh, we haven't made up our minds, but we've decided that we're even if we don't decide to adopt him, we're gonna keep working with him until he's ready to be adopted by somebody else. Because so, uh, so you're gonna keep until they like find that. him permanent home, right? We're gonna. We're gonna, not even going to recommend he be adopted out until after we've broken him of
3: his yeah. bad habits. So it's your He's, dog. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what you're saying. It, it, it Very well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, we, we haven't shut the door on, you know, deciding to, to keep him forever. But right now, it's still, it's still
0: kind of up in the air. So full pit bull? Probably.
2: Because we have a pit
0: boxer mix, and it depends on the day whether you get the pit bull or the boxer.
2: Yeah, now, see, he changes color. Sometimes Ooh. he's brown, sometimes he's tan, sometimes he's like got a, a bit, little bit ring. of a green, green tint to him. Yeah. It really depends on the lighting. If he's, if he's well lit, he's lighter than in, in the dark, and then he tends to get highlights that you don't see with other lighting. So
0: that's been interesting. You had visitors to the house yet since you've had him? Does yep. he go crazy? Man, we've
2: had people just walk into the yard, and, and he's been okay. Okay. So he's, he's definitely friendly. He's just got to learn, you know, behave himself better, which he's, he's coming along fast.
3: That's cool. How was Cooper with you when you came in? He
2: was his usual hyper self. Yeah. Uh, a little better than usual. He didn't bite my ankles this time, so that's good. I've been
3: working on all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. We've been working on walking and everything.
2: Now, see, this one's a, a puller, and he's got some heft to him, Yeah, and his back haunches are muscular. So yeah. he's, uh, he's a strong boy. He can, he can move me. If he tries. And he doesn't fetch, but he does tug. So we we still get some play time, and I get to wear him out before he goes to bed. He's he's really a good dog. He's a really, really good
0: dog. Our and dog likes the fetch. Not the fetch. She likes to tug. And she likes to chase the ball, but she's not giving it back to you.
2: Oh, yeah, no. He he doesn't even bother chasing. He's just, hey, you,
3: uh, <laughs> you threw that over there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you threw it. You go get it. Right, exactly. Our dog
0: um, will chase it, and then she'll bury it.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm lucky with that because we could play fetch for pretty hours. good. Yeah, he'll just keep going and going and going. Good with that stuff.
0: So and once my daughter moved back in, we had her three cats brought to our house. So you read all about how to introduce the cats to the dog and all that stuff. Nothing's working. Because like, we have two cats at our house that are ours, and then she brought three cats with her. So she's in the basement, and we use the basement doors to allow them to smell each other through the door so they get used to each other. So after the first week, you start you letting smell them like see basin. each other. I
1: did it with a mm-hmm. girlfriend once.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Kept her locked in the basement? Yeah. <laughs> Just so you could use your sewer
3: smell. <laughs> 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 How many days did that take? Three. <laughs> oh, my God. Was <laughs> <laughs> it a smell of decomposing flesh? No, no, no. Okay. Chloroform.
0: Chloroform. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you know what chloroform smells like? I, I've been hanging around with Al. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't remember it,
2: right? So after
3: after a
0: week, no. After a week, you you start letting them see each other. Well, that didn't work out too well because her one male cat, who hadn't been fixed yet, mm. he's now fixed <clears throat> because of the other cat. <laughs>
1: That's because. cruel.
0: Well, because she has a female cat that's not fixed either, so one or the other had to be fixed. I preferred both, but she only had enough money to do one, so she did the male cat.
2: The male one's the easy one to do at home. The female one, they got to go digging around.
0: Yeah, I don't... So he (laughs) thinks he's the alpha cat, and my one white cat thinks she's the alpha cat, and it's her house. And so they stand off each other, and they make the most unholy sounds ever. They don't attack each other. Well, they have, but they just stand... And I don't even know what the sound is. It's awful. So now we're three weeks in. They still. I walked into the room. I hear the cats fighting. I walk into the room, and there's white fur everywhere. I'm like, oh, God. Because he's attacked her because he's come up out of the basement. I don't... And the dog thinks they're hors d'oeuvres. So actually, she wants to play, but she's so big and aggressive when she does it, she doesn't realize that she's not the same size as they are. And she scares the shit out of them, so they beat the piss out of her.
3: You just gotta let them go and let them figure it out.
0: Well, we've had blood splattered all over the bathroom from that, so we're not gonna let them go anymore. Uh, she has a habit of cornering them, and then you know what happens when you have a cat that's cornered? Rare. Oh, it's ugly. So, how long have you had the, the dog for? Um, last week. Uh, so, while you were gone? No, no. I, I
2: came back Wednesday night so we could meet the dog on Thursday. Okay. And, uh, the family that brought him was, uh, his name's Hulk. I think I forgot to mention that. Sorry. Uh, he's gone through Hercules and Tank, and we keep calling him the wrong fucking thing. And we don't really think Hulk is his real name, because so, he doesn't really come to it all that well. So it's uh, been, a, been a bit of a toss-up in there. But um, the family that brought him is the same family that we got Lady from. And we thought, she's going to be really excited to see them. But it's been a year. So when she saw them, she was like, hey, guys. And then she kept going because she knew there was another dog in the yard and she wanted to go interact with him. So I think that was a bit of a letdown for them. But um eh, it's a dog. What are you going to do, you know? Right.
0: <laughs> with our dog, I pet her. I talk to her all day. I let her out, give her treats, feed her and all that stuff. Yesterday, before my parents came over for a picnic, I sat down on the couch next to the dog so I could pet her. She looked at me and moved to the, end of the other
3: end of the couch and like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're just not likable, Craig. By uh, every, Pretty much everybody says it. I know. Now you're multi-species. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Don't look at me. He said it. I know. Big dumb dog. Big dumb dog.
0: You going to drink that second one? No. No? You take a horn for your wife? I'm scared.
2: I'm going to throw it at you as you walk to your car.
3: That's so can I tell you guys my unbelievable story that happened uh, on Saturday after Friday night? Are we going to sure. believe it? I told you these guys earlier, but no, I went out. I told you it was my uncle passed away on the 13th. Oh, yeah. oh yes. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, and I see him regularly. You know, I go out to California, especially the last few years, you know, and we just have a good time. So, uh, and it was great being around him and just getting close to legs, like especially being off in the summertime. So there was no rush to get there and get home. I can sit and relax and be there for three weeks if I wanted. They were having visitors and everybody came to their house and went to California for that Friday first. You know, they didn't do services, but just a dinner. And I didn't go. I stayed here. It's decided to be close with my mom because she wasn't able to go. So uh, we just kind of hung out here for a little bit and then came home and I had some scotch by the and I had a fire in the backyard. This is this your mom's brother? My mom's brother. Mm-hmm. So then I had a scotch in the backyard and then in the morning, you know, I was kind of putzing around and I woke up and I looked and I have these, How would, how would you say I have those? I have photos attached from one string, like a string that kind of swoops, and they're attached with little clothespins on my, you know, when you're heading towards the restroom. So right there, I woke up in the morning, and one of the pictures was flipped backwards. And then I kind of go to look at it, and I just kind of knew. I had a feeling. But it was a picture of me and my uncle that kind of flew backwards which is kind of like I just kind of said, hey, thank you, because I was talking to him saying, hey, you are. I hope you're doing good and all that stuff. And then uh, in the morning, I got that nice positive message saying that uh, at least that's the way I'm taking it. It was, a, it was a good feeling. I called my mother and told her. So she's like, oh, this is, she was tingly. And my aunt as well, which is still an unbelievable story if you think about it. But that's kind of what happened. I've always kind of been in tune with that stuff, you know. So a little shout out to my uncle. Looks like he made it. He looks like he had some safe travel and made it where he we was supposed to be. So that's all I got for that one.
0: We had a picnic yesterday. My mom had to go in for surgery today. So my sister so That's in why you town. had a picnic? Yeah, so that we could all have my sister's in town. So so possibly your last picnic <laughs> together is what you're saying. <laughs> what, what what did they <laughs> cut off that you were roasting? <laughs> we I did a a pork loin, the slow roast on the grill. Vinny and I have done that at my house before. Mm-hmm. And this one was a little bit smaller, so only took about oh, 80 minutes rather than how long did we do it for 4 hours?
3: About four hours. It was so good,
0: those, so good. And those are good. The,
3: what is the, it? The pork loin? Yeah, yeah. Those are good. And is it like a seasoned one already? You can we, buy it don't, already. Wendy
0: put seasoning on it. Okay. So it was it was really good. Nice. So she'll get these uh, pork loins and she'll have roasts made, and then she has the rest of them made into chops, pork chops. Yeah. And pork for some reason, those pork chops, chops cut off that <laughs> taste You're better than the pork chops you get in the store. <laughs> Anyone watching the what we do in the shadows? The new I watched
3: the first two episodes.
0: The third one's out. Is it? As of Friday,
3: I'll have to watch it. It was a good one.
0: What did you think of the first two episodes?
3: You know what? I I don't think I was just in the right frame of mind to watch them. They were okay, but like when I started watching it last year, I just loved the show, and I just think i I just think I'm so busy that I can't just sit down and enjoy. My mind's just keeps going and going and going right now.
0: Number one was a little bit on the boring side. Number two was a lot funnier. Number yeah. three's Hilarious!
3: All right, good because that's what I need. Yeah, watch I watched that it today,
0: and I watched. It's always sunny. I'm all caught
3: up. I on did it laugh too. with uh, Guillermo. Oh my! god. When, <laughs> when he had the bat ears, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. That just struck me so funny.
0: It gets even worse in episode three. And Nadia, oh my goodness! Have you watched any of it, Rich? No, I haven't watched any of the new season. I'm still catching up on Sunny. Are you all caught up on what they've
2: done on Sunny so far? No, I've still got another episode or two. You get the bowling episode left. I don't know. The one I just saw, well, Frank shot everybody, but then I watched... <laughs> Frank always shoots everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched that one. That one was fucking good. I think I watched the next two after that, but I couldn't die off the top of my head. I keep thinking about the the one where he shoots everybody. They're standing on the beach, he thinks he's going to get shot in the head. They're like, we're
0: not going to fucking kill you. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I got at least two more episodes, maybe three to go.
1: Okay. I'm all caught up on that, too, I think. What about you, Matt? I had to move my gum. I did, I, uh, I'll binge... A bunch of shadows. It? I thought you yep. were sitting funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I haven't been able to get into it. Sunny. No, I've started—I don't know how many times—to watch it, and just can't get into it. Number no. one
3: fan doesn't like it either. I nope. enjoyed it after the first just, like three seasons, just, and now it's just—it it's, really is all the same stuff, kind of. They're always—I don't think
0: anybody but me at this table likes Trailer Park Boys.
1: I would think that's an accurate statement. <laughs> You're thinking of a different Trailer Park Boy, and none of us like them. <laughs>
3: I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. <laughs> I don't get it. But no, I don't like that show. I don't care for it myself. No, that's the guy with the the big glasses. Bubbles. Bubbles. Yeah. Like I've seen. I think I saw. I don't think I've actually saw the show. I've, well, I try to watch a show. I didn't care for it. and Then I watched one of the movies. Is there like one movie There's or two movies? Four movies, and the oh. movies
0: terrible.
3: All right, so that's it. Yeah, because I'm like the movies. It's just the, the guy show's who's good. Out of jail.
0: Actually, the best ones are trailer park boys out of the park when they're in Europe because they they put they enter bubbles into a rollerblading marathon and he's dressed up in all hockey gear and they take the he's literally he's in a real competition and the competition director takes the hockey stick away from him so then he crashes and burns because he you know he tripods it when he's skating (laughs) throws his balance (laughs) off yeah Yeah. so then he gets a ride from the boys to the finish line (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they gave him a medal when he rolled across the finish line. And he only done like 30 feet. <laughs> but you funny. could tell there are points in it where they, they're they scripted, mm-hmm. but some of it is unscripted. And there's a part in the very first episode where I think they're in London and they were the the guy. Oh, what is his name? Ricky makes a statement. And the other two guys are just like, what? And you can see they had no idea. They were not expecting him to say that, and it was just it was pretty funny, so every once in a while you'll catch where an unscripted moment makes it into the uh, the show, especially when passerbys start talking to them because they're not part of the show because <laughs> they're filming on the streets, sure, so it's pretty funny that's probably funnier than the whole show to begin you know the whole Brother uh. Park Boy show, and they have the guy who's leading him around Europe used to be in real life the road manager for Guns N' Roses in 1989. So those were the party years, completely off the rails, so he's nuts too. It's pretty funny.
2: You just spent 10 minutes minutes talking about a show that you just admitted no one here likes.
0: Well, I'm trying to get you to watch it.
2: (laughs) It's never going to fucking happen. Just saying. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying it'll never happen for me. It's never going to happen for me. Okay, but... It's really low priority. There's a lot of other better T V shows I'd rather be watching. Right.
0: You know who makes a cameo in it? Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. <laughs> I've seen Sebastian yeah. Bach. Again, you're not selling me. Yeah.
3: You're not selling me. <laughs> yeah. not selling me. <laughs> I Alex, don't watch a
0: lot of TV. Alex Lifeson so. makes a cameo in it and actually performs in it. Who? Alex Lifeson? He's the guitar player from Rush. Who? Again, don't care. Who?
2: All right, that no. last bit was just a fuck with you. No, Rush.
1: <laughs> Wrong band. Rush. Rush is talking about Rush.
2: Is that the deaf guy?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Don't watch a lot of TV, so
2: don't have fucking time. Well, Lottie, fucking die. <laughs>
4: I mean, I wish I had more free time. Yeah. I just, I don't have a lot, so. The, the trick
2: is to get your kids to watch it so you get to watch it with yeah, them. No. Then it's bonding. Yeah, but then
0: they fuck it all up because right. I wanted to watch Chuck and The Office, both those shows my kids started watching, but they would binge it. I'd have to go to work. I'd come back, and it's eight episodes later. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Well, how are we here? Uh, so that doesn't always work. So they don't want to bond. <laughs> well, they just sit there. Yeah. I don't. Know. So I lose it all. The only one I yeah.
2: Watching- when
3: your TV says, "Are you still watching?" Yeah, <laughs> you, you
2: might
0: be watching too much.
2: Right. <laughs> I never take it personally. That's you know, a legitimate question. They still? don't want to keep. They don't want you to lose your place. You, yeah. know, you fall asleep watching, and you wake up three episodes in. You're
0: like, "Where the fuck did I oh,
2: fall asleep?" I,
1: that pisses so- me off so bad. I hate that. <laughs> what
0: I do is I like to have the television on while I'm writing, and so I'll put on a crappy anime on on Netflix. Just so while I'm writing and every once in a while stop. it'll stop talking. I'm like, oh stop. I have to Did you just call it the Netflix? Yeah.
1: That's what I thought you <laughs> said.
0: Like the Facebook and go ahead the Walmart. And carry on
1: the Walmart. I guess. Yeah, the Walmart for the sure. Walmart. <laughs> the Snapbook.
0: There you go. <laughs> so I'll put on crappy anime and have it as background noise while I'm writing.
3: What if you watch crappy anime at the tops you dislike? Bad tops? <laughs> Bad tops.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, my son's been playing a, a, a video game. It's uh, something to do with the Yakuza. And it, it looks to me like Grand Theft Auto. I've, I've accused him of playing a different version of Grand Theft Auto because the animation is identical. The mechanics are the same.
1: It probably is.
2: It, it's very similar, but it's it's. I think it's called Yakuza. It, all of the dialogue is Japanese. All of the music is Japanese music. It's got American influence, but it's, sound, it's all in Japanese. They have
0: ASMR moments. Well, he'll sit there and he'll watch <laughs> these, these
2: vignettes that build plot points within the game.
4: That. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's, I don't know yeah, what I that just, is either.
2: But he doesn't what? know what the fuck you're saying. And I said, does he laugh at it? You're, you're, <laughs> he does. I said, he goes rah." I said, how are your Japanese lessons coming? He's like, I'm not learning Japanese. Dad. This is a video game. I said, you've been sitting here watching a 20 minute cartoon. This is a show. You're watching a show. You you cut out the commercials and you just watched an entire thirty minute episode. He's like, uh, I suppose. So now he's he's actually learned some Japanese. He's actually got some keywords down that he picked up watching this dumb I show. I learned
0: Chinese from Kai Lan. Who she- well, I speak Nihau. menu too. hao. And-
2: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I can say that would be 42, North Korean. and I know that that's beef with broccoli. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, I just picked up a half gallon of stir-fry sauce. I can't wait to try that and see. When I was doing some shopping, I got like a three-pound bag of shrimp, some broccoli, and some stir-fry sauce. Ho, ho. Don't forget the ginger. Oh, I got fresh ginger. Ginger
2: ginger is the secret ingredient. That's what makes (laughs) Chinese food taste like Chinese food. Allegedly.
3: Not allegedly. Today's ginger powder or fresh ginger? Because I have fresh fresh ginger. Fresh. Go fresh. That I don't know. I've only used the the powdered stuff because that's what we have. I think it's definitely got to be a lot easier to use because the fresh stuff it just it's stringy and tough. But I put it in tea and stuff like that and just kind of gnaw on it. Good for you. Yeah. Well,
2: now is that one of the ones like garlic? If you eat too much garlic, it starts to get spicy. Is ginger get spicy when you eat too oh, yeah. much of it? Yeah. No, for mm-hmm. sure.
0: Ginger spice? What? No, not ginger spice. <laughs> Although yeah, I mean, you I would eat-
2: mix her into my food
0: too.
4: If you eat too much garlic, though, you will start to stink like garlic. Right, like, sure. like you'll, you, Oh, God, it's terrible. It's I true used
3: to laugh at my it's father. It's true of Italian meats, too. My father would come to the, <laughs> when I had the restaurant. He used to love like the honey garlic chicken wings because I used real chunks of garlic. I would get fresh garlic, right. put in a saute pan, just just soften it up with some butter, and then I would mix it in, and he'd have either the wings or the fingers with it. And then he'd go to work the next day. He was a laborer, and he would just be sweating out on the job. Jesus, rich. Wretch! What the hell? You steak of garlic, you know? But, oh, you just love that. You eat that a few times a week. I'd always say it was pretty good for your heart, you know, but uh, guess not. <laughs> He's 67. Died of a massive heart attack. Onion. is good for your heart. Yeah.
4: I mean, that's okay, because when I lived in South Korea for a year, they all say Americans smell like uh, spoiled dairy products, because we eat a lot of dairy, milk, yogurt, you know, all that stuff. But they... When they sweat, they smell like kimchi because they eat kimchi breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, oh we're like better that. off.
3: I like kimchi. kimchi. kimchi stinks. I, I oh, love kimchi. Terrible.
4: I love kimchi. It's good. It's delicious. I mean, there's all different kinds. So I mean, everybody's going to sweat and smell like what
2: they predominantly eat. You know, I, anyway, I'm, I'm thinking of kombucha, which is different. Kombucha. Oh, yeah. then that, the that's hippies. That's it. that stuff. Stinks.
0: Is it that or the patchouli? Yes. Again, patchouli's the stuff hippies. That oh, that it's, like it's awful. <laughs>
4: yeah. Patchouli.
0: Yeah. Oh, God,
3: it's terrible. Yeah, kombucha is just the drink. That's Kab-
4: yeah, it's that fermented, uh, it's all the probiotics. They're actually really good for you, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're having some digestive problems, like, drink a bottle, you'll be okay. Yeah. Or if you have a really bad hangover, drink a bottle. Because it's got, like, 3% alcohol in it, and then you're putting a whole bunch of probiotics back in your system. Right so as rain, brother. It'll get you squared away.
3: Put a tablespoon or two apple cider vinegar on the top of it, Bam. Honestly,
4: 11th. they have a the the lime mojito. Mm-hmm. They they sell it at Tops is actually pretty freaking good. Ooh. Yeah, so just saying, I partake in a kombucha every now and then.
2: I, I don't care for it. My my daughter had me try hers.
4: Yeah, they make all different flavors. So sometimes there's a you know not the right flavor. You just got to find the flavor that works for you, and it may be none.
2: I <laughs> never mind. What maybe.
4: <laughs> it's like my chances of watching Trailer Park Boys. Maybe. Yeah.
2: None.
4: do Oh, I'm going to smell so much fucking patchouli this coming weekend I'm be at the Renaissance Festival.
3: So it's just going to be fucking everywhere. Oh. Do you have a lot of patchouli there? I always say I want to go to that. Where is that? It's in Sterling. Yeah. I should go there. My cousin got married. He, him and his wife used to go to the Sterling Festival all the time. So his wedding was all that garb, so they made a bunch of mead and I had an outfit because I was in the wedding, so I still have the outfit here. I could I could be all dressed and ready to go. I'm going, I'll be in full kilt this weekend and
4: I will have my leather strap which holds my wooden steiner. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a leather That's just a strap joke. That you hook onto the belt. Really? You snap onto the belt and it that holds your it um, wooden steiner. Okay. So you just walk up to anything and be like, hey, top me off.
3: I made my belt for my outfit because my cousin bought the leather and he got the two double, I don't know, brass fittings, and we used to cut it. And what do you call it when you're riveting the parts and pieces in? Mm-hmm. So I helped make that my whole leather my whole craft. Outfit. it's yeah, leather all craft. a fun time. I was, I was leather crafting. I should do that. Though. What weekend is that?
4: This weekend coming up? Well, it's every weekend now until, I think, the middle of August.
3: Oh, I wonder if my friend, my friend's coming here with their kids this weekend. That might be kind of fun. They open the gates at 10, so... That'll be fun. Lots to eat there, and everything you can go there. Oh yeah,
4: lots to eat. Smoked turkey legs. Um, uh-huh. All kinds of food. All kinds of mead. Um, wandering minstrels. Jousting tournaments. Mm-hmm. Sword fighting
2: tournaments. Um, Thank you for pronouncing minstrels correctly.
3: I know. I went somewhere else with them. I was like, Why do I want to be? A- I don't want to be anywhere near that. Right, Jesus. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds unpleasant.
2: <laughs> I'll be on this side of the festival. Thank you very much. <laughs> Well, it's funny because
4: they'll come up and they'll start playing and they'll sing Drunken Sailor. And then next thing you know, you're singing with them and then, you know, half the crowd fucking joins in. It's always fun. So, you know, and then you see like, you know, the three-year-old baby running around with a smoked turkey leg. It's bigger than their fucking head. It's just hilarious. <laughs> you know, it's that was my kid uh, for a while. Madison would, would do that. Yeah. So we take her and. Even when she was six, the smoked turkey leg was still bigger than her. She just running around. She would eat the entire damn thing too. You <laughs> yeah, know, for her. That like a fun event. Glass blowers and jewelry makers and all different kinds of shops and um, obviously uh, genealogy is big there. You know, so you can learn about your last name and your coat of arms and okay. family crest and family mottoes
2: and all that stuff. So. We went to one last year, but uh, the Wi-Fi was terrible, so we left. Oh,
0: I won't get, just, I won't get, don't get me started on the the family crusts and all that stuff. Why? Wow.
4: Well, not to get started on that. Just saying that that's what you can do at the Renaissance Festival, right? But we're leaving, I think, at seven or seven fifteen in the morning because it's like a two and a half hour ride out there, and then we'll stay there the whole day. Oh, always.
2: it's in New York. Yes, I thought Sterling was in
1: Canada. No.
4: Oh, you have to head over towards Rochester, or um, well Rochester, but Syracuse, and then head north. Gotcha. I want to say it's in like Oswego County or something. I might be wrong about the county yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's just up there by. Um, it, it it's right up almost up against the the lake. Okay, uh, Ontario. All right. So
0: Cayuga County.
4: Yeah, Cayuga. 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 It's due north of Weedsport. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there'll be
2: a lot of that going on out there. Like, people are always smoking They're not just
3: smoking turkey legs over there. No.
2: Oh, you know what? Hey, funny story. That's where my fucking car broke down on my way to Saratoga Springs. I didn't even tell you guys. Oh, I got to hear about this. Friday before I left, I took my car into the shop because my battery light came on. And it was still running, so I figured, like, the alternator's probably not kicking out enough power or something, whatever. It turned out it was the serpentine belt. serpentine belt took a shit, which... Okay, that's cool. Hundred bucks, in and out, done. Pick it up on Friday. Battery lights out. Serpentine belts replaced. Good to go. Now, mind you, I, I intentionally did not get my air conditioning fixed because the condenser is going to cost nine hundred dollars to have to take the whole front end of the car off. So that I just am living without air conditioning right now. Sunday night, I jump in the car, start heading down the ninety. And the thing conks out around Baldwinsville, which is made me think of it because it's right around where you're going to for the it's a
0: suburb of Syracuse.
2: Right. And all of a sudden, I can't turn. I cannot steer the car to the left or the right without fighting with it hard. And I'm going, you know, 75 miles an hour. Fortunately, I just happened to be passing an exit. So I hit the four ways and I milk it onto the exit. And I'm like, all right. Wherever this is going, I'm going to find some place to park and figure out what the hell is going on. Well, the fork, there's a fork in in the exit, and I've got to choose whether to go to avoid the left, it because it goes to the, the, the
0: tires. right. Uh.
2: <laughs> so I figure, all right, that one's going that way, and it looks like it's headed towards Mord Highway. This way looks like it's headed more towards a commercial or residential area. So I, I take this one, and I had it backwards. <laughs> so I wind up on another, I run up on like the 690 or something like that. So I got to find another exit off of it, and as soon as I get off of there, I find a Seven Eleven. So I sat in a Seven Eleven for five and a half hours waiting for a fucking tow truck because AAA sucks donkey balls, and I don't care who knows that, including AAA. The attendant in and, and the 7-Eleven, uh, I walked in, I'm like, hey, do you have – power steering fluid, because I'm on the phone with my uncle and I figure that's the only, my only hope is uh, it's just a little bit under the the fill line, so I thought maybe that was just enough to make the whole thing come, because, you know, this one screw that holds the whole car together, you take that out and the thing just falls apart. It's shit like that. So I'm looking for power steering fluid, and of course 7-Eleven doesn't have that, so I'm sitting in the car waiting for AAA to come.
3: In a pinch, you can use apple cider vinegar.
2: (laughs) Once. (laughs) Once. Just use some of that
4: five-in-one, you know, body wash, motor oil, yeah. degreaser, shampoo, and conditioner.
2: You'll be fine. Don't forget toothpaste. You can Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, that's some interesting shit. I've seen a product like that that's like everything a man would want in the woods. It's like five-in-one. Yeah, like
4: yeah. My son has a five-in-one. It's literally, it's shampoo, conditioner, body wash, shaving face cream. wash, and shaving cream. And shaving cream. You can do
3: everything with it. And bra- And... And toothpaste and douche and douche. It's got it all. <laughs> For those of you that don't have a bidet, it's got the the squirter <laughs> bottle on it. <laughs> well, attached to a foot pump. <laughs> anyway, back to your.
2: Yeah. If you buy the bar form, it's also effective at removing gooch grease. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Only gotta, if it's got the pumice in you it. You gotta rinse it with the pumice. You gotta rinse it off real good though. So. I'm, I'm two hours down the 90 from home. I find out the AAA I have will tow me all the way back. So the tow truck finally shows up. It's a flatbed. So he throws my car on the back, tows me back to Lockport. We drop it in front of the shop. The shop has accrued so many cars over the weekend that there's nowhere else to park. So I told him, put it right in front of the fucking door because I am not waiting for them to fix this fucking thing. So they dropped he dropped it right in front of the door. Then he took me home. Next morning... I, this is like 1 o'clock in the morning. I finally hit my house. And I'm like, okay, I got uh, the shit that I was supposed to do in the morning. I'm going to do that now, and then I'm going to go to bed. So about 2.30 in the morning, I finally get up. 7.30, the shop calls me. Now, I had written a note with my name and phone number and what was wrong so that they could get their heads out of their asses and figure out what was wrong. Well, they call me at 7.30, and they go, why is your car still here? Fucking <laughs> idiots. you got to be kidding me. I picked up my car on Friday because you fixed it. And then it broke again. And I've gotten confirmation from two different mechanics that I've talked to that both said that you should have caught this when the serpentine belt broke because the problem was not with the pump, but with the belt on that power steering pump. The pulley. And both mechanics said, yeah, the serpentine belt doesn't just break for no reason most of the time. Something caused that. So the resistance it's getting from that could be what caused it. And they never even bothered to fucking check. So they had it fixed within an hour, but now I've got to start my four and a half hour drive over again. So, Did they
3: do that free of charge? No.
2: No, they did not. Really? Really. So mm-hmm. then I'm like, all right, whatever. If it had to be fixed, I would have had to pay for it anyway, but now I've been inconvenienced by this, right? Yeah. So I'm like, whatever. They're, they're running a business. So I paid them. Then I go to pick the car up, and they're all running around like a bunch of nut jobs. So I'm like, okay, they told me it's ready. I've got the keys. I told them, just lock the keys I left in the car, and I will come pick it up with my other set. So Tammy brings me there. They're all running around doing their thing. I've already paid them. So all I need to do is grab my car and go. We drive all the way around the place. The car is nowhere to be found. So we're like, okay, pull out into the gas pump area, and she's talking to somebody else. So I look around, and I realize, oh, it's over there on the neighbor's driveway were you right on west avenue yes okay so and i'm not going to name the place yeah i I go there i like them this is this is the clincher so i go over to get my car and it's sitting unlocked with my key sitting in the cup holder in plain sight so i'm like what the hell is this and the guy goes oh i'm sorry i was just moving cars around it wasn't going to be there all that long well i've been here for 10 minutes waiting for her to tell me it's over here and it's been here the whole time i think they own
3: that property that they parked i don't
2: care They left my car sitting unlocked and where nobody was really watching it because they're all over here running around like a bunch of nuts, not paying any attention to it. I got computers in there. I got luggage in there. And they just left left it sitting there in front of God and everybody. So I won't be coming back, not because they screwed up the mechanical stuff, but because of that. Mm -hmm. On top of the two times I brought it to them that they've screwed me over before. She was supposed to hunt down rear view mirrors or uh, side view <clears throat> mirrors for me. I called seven or eight months in advance and said, I'm going to need those to pass inspection this year. She said, we'll, we'll call around, we'll get a junkyard to supply them or whatever. And she completely forgot about it. I called a month before I had to have it inspected and reminded her. And she said, Oh, yeah, I will get right on that. And then the week before, I'm like, When can I bring it in to get the, the mirrors replaced? She goes, I got space for you this Friday. Where are you going to get the mirrors from? <laughs> so she forgot about it at least twice. You still have the housing on there, though, right? Or the housings are gone? Are the housings things? were still on there, but they were stripped. Someone in my family, someone who lives in my home, went along my driveway and punched the mirrors so that the the, the thing that they rotate on uh-huh. has like a thing that clicks to hold it in place, so yeah. you can't do that, and they stripped it. And it happened on both sides. So one of them might have been an accident. The other one was just... Ignorance.
3: But the mirror glass on it was broken too. The
2: glass was whole. If I could have replaced just the mechanism in the middle that keeps it from flopping all over the place, that would have fixed the mirror. But Dude,
3: man, that's when they use concrete in a can, boy. I use spray foam for all that (laughs) shit. You spray a little that in there, put it in position and call it a day.
2: Well I had it taped in place and the the guy where I took it to get inspected said, you know, technically I shouldn't pass that. I said that The mirror is intact. It's in the position it's supposed to be in. If you use the little mechanical thing inside the car, the mirrors adjust on the motor. Everything works. It's just the tape is keeping it from
0: flopping it around. Which side were they giving you the trouble on? Both. In New York State, you don't need a passenger side mirror.
2: You do if it was factory installed. If the manufacturer put it on there, you're required to have it for inspection. Really?
0: Because I've had cars pass with no...
2: I've seen people driving around with a fucking hand mirror taped on there. Yeah. Instead of a instead of a automobile. You need mirror. to be able
3: to see it. There, so yeah. But you're huh. Who knew? That's a disheartening to hear from them. So you had a oh, shitty travel good. experience.
2: I did. Did nope. you
3: enjoy it when you got there finally? Once,
2: once I got there I had a, a pretty decent time. Yeah. Very good. My co workers are awesome. My my team is awesome. They make me did look good. Did you do good. some
3: drunken karaoke or anything funny like that?
2: No, we went out to dinner a few times, but no, we're not, it's we're not that kind of crowd.
4: <laughs> I too recently had a shitty travel experience. Were you
0: drinking yoo
2: I was not.
4: <laughs> Thank God. So unfortunately I had to go, I had to fly back to Texas last weekend. Sorry for your loss. Thank you. Tragedy in and family. So went down for that, got a ticket. So I bought my ticket and coordinated a rental car through a certain website. Where you get everything all in one. Okay, no big deal.
2: Is this gonna turn into planes, trains, and automobiles? Uh, something
4: like that. Oh no. So I get on the plane, I, I take off from Buffalo, I'm I'm flying through Atlanta to head to Dallas. And then on the way back it was Dallas to Atlanta to back to here. And boy, are you going arms to tired. The,
3: going to the big oh, D. Yeah. And
4: I mean Dallas. Yeah. So <laughs> I get on the plane and I'm 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 on my first leg to Atlanta. So there's a family who's sitting behind me, and they think it's funny to let their kid kick my seat. Oh, look, he's so cute. He's so active. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to deal with this because I don't want to be rude. You know? He kicks me again. He's going down the emergency slide. Well, he wasn't kicking me. He was kicking my seat. And I was, you know, I was like, you know... There are bigger things that are going on here. I just want uh, a pleasant flight. Like, I can deal with this. Because it's not like a constant, do, 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 do. It was like, every now and then, the kid would go kick, kick, kick. You know, he'd be like, oh, look at you. You're, you know, you're kicking so good. Blah, 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 blah. You know, whatever. So I got to you're Atlanta.
2: actively encouraging the child to kick your seat.
4: Basically. <laughs> and I was like, you know, it is what it is. So I got to Atlanta. And then I'm on my second leg. Well, now there's a crying baby on the plane. And I'm like, well, it's a baby. There should have been a crying baby on the first flight because you didn't handle that. <laughs> well, there's a crying baby on the second flight. And I'm like, well, what can you do? You know, there's, you roll the dice. So I finally get to the airport uh, in Dallas. And I flew into Love Field, not DFW, which I'm never going through Love Field again because I don't like Love Field.
0: That's a killer airport.
4: I know. So anyway, they shuttle me over to my rental car. Uh, place, and I'd book my rental car, give them my reservation, and they go, "Do you want the insurance?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Well, that'll be thirty-three bucks a day." And I'm like, "Well, I'm only renting it for like three days, so no big deal." So it was going to be an extra hundred dollars, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, there's a five hundred dollar deposit." And I was like, "I'm what?" Oh, and we're going to run your credit too. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I already rented the car online. Yeah, well. This is, blah, and I'm like, and you're going to find a way not to give me my $500 back because you're going to tell me that there's a fucking dent there that, you know, wasn't there before. You know, and I was like, yeah, no thanks. So I call my sister, and she comes to the airport, and she finally gets me. Um, so I missed the, the viewing. I was going to basically get the car and then ride out towards Wichita Falls and stay with my uncle and his family and all that because um, it was my cousin. I wasn't able to do that because the rental, and even then with the rental car, say I'd given them the $500, it was a two hour wait just to get the fucking car. They didn't have cars on hand at that point. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So my sister comes and gets me and I finally make it, I get to Waxahachie where my sister lives and it's like, okay, so now I got to iron clothes because we're leaving tomorrow at the ass crack of dawn, um, which we did. So we left at seven in the morning, we got there, you know, up towards Wichita Falls So that was a three hour drive. We do the whole thing, spend the day with family, do the service and, you know, share fond memories and all that stuff. By the time we get home, it's nine o'clock. Well, I had changed my flight from Monday to Sunday because my sister wasn't going to be able to take me to the airport and Uber doesn't run at like, you know, two in the morning. Now I get to the airport and I changed my flight. So I'm going to have a three hour, five minute layover in Atlanta. And I'm like, okay, airport beer and food. I'm fine. I can sit and watch, you know, golf or tennis or whatever, have a beer or two and a decent meal and just relax for a minute. No problem. Right. So the fucking plane takes off two and a half hours late in Dallas. Jeez. Exactly. So I'm waiting to get on this fucking plane. There is an entire family, and I mean an entire fucking family. There is a young daughter, the daughter's mom, the daughter's aunt, and the daughter's grandmother all in fucking wheelchairs. And they're not fat, and they can get up and walk around because they've been doing it all the time. They literally got the wheelchairs just so they could get on the plane fucking first. Oh, my God. I shit you not. I'm not even fucking, I'm, I'm not lying, I'm not playing. Sorry. We've all joked about doing this. We've the, all thought about doing it. This family fucking it. did they it. They fucking did it. They did it. Holy and so shit. I'm in the very back of the fucking plane. Like I'm in row 27. There's 30 rows on this plane. And I'm like, I'm gonna have 15 minutes to catch my fucking Is make it my connection. Is it assigned seating?
2: It was. If you if you grab the the tenant and tell her um, or him, um, I have a plane to catch after this, so I'd like to disembark first. I, I did, and, and they sh- didn't. Honor and she
4: that? was like, "Well, there's a whole lot of people that have connections, so you're not the only one." That was that was the response. Oh, yeah, that's a nice and, blow off. And I was like, okay, you know, and I was like, whatever. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything stupid on a plane because at that point, it's a federal offense. Like, And at this point, I'm, I'm fucking fuming. Right. But I'm also going, shit, I'm going to miss my fucking connection. And so I'm trying to get to the front of the airplane because they did make an announcement, though, however. They're like, look, if this is your final destination, please stay in your seat. If you have at least 30 minutes until your connection, stay in your seat. We have people who have 10 and 15 minutes. What happens? The crippled family hops out in the middle of the fucking aisle. And I go... Can I get by? I need to get to the front of the plane to connect my my connection. She looks at me and I swear to God, dead ass goes, No. And I was like
1: I'd have pushed that bitch all the fucking way. To the plane.
4: So anyway <laughs> She's
2: gonna need a wheelchair after this. It <laughs> I'd have, takes I'd have been
1: kicking wheelchairs over. <laughs>
4: it takes another five minutes to get off the fucking plane, right? Because right. they have to cripple their ass up to the front. So now there's the guy, the wheelchair. And the lady, and they're taking up the entire width of the little catwalk that comes out to get you off the plane. And she's bent over facing the wall. And I was like, we're off it. the plane now. It's not a federal offense. That's
2: get right. The fuck yeah. out of my
4: way. Totally shoulder checked the shit out of her as I, I bowled, I bowled <laughs> right fucking Good through her. You. And I'm not trying to be, and I know karma's going to come and get me because I'm a big believer in karma. Maybe or, karma got her. Or maybe or karma got her. You're the agent of karma this time. Maybe. But she got in the way, and I just ran her ass right the fuck over. And then I sprinted. I had to get from Concourse D, had to run all the way from Gate 12, downstairs, catch the tram, go all the way to Concourse A, go up. I ran up four flights, basically, of fucking stairs on the you escalator. Up right
2: next to the one you left.
4: <laughs> no. I look, and I'm at Gate 20, and I have to go all the way to Gate 2. So I had to haul ass all the way down to the end of the fucking Concourse. And I made it, and there was, like, two minutes to spare. And I nice. got on the plane, and then I sit next to a bickering gay couple. <laughs> I shit you not. Did your luggage make it? My luggage did make it um, because I only carried, I only had a carry-on, which was very smart. But the funny part was is they were like, oh, my God. Like, everything we do is, like, not important. Like, everything we do is on the outside, and everything that's important is on the inside. And we just barely scraped that. So, you know what? This is why I hate my life, and I just— and I was like, oh, my God,
2: just shut the fuck up. Well, Please. just be glad they weren't driving your, your tram because you know Brad can't drive. Yeah, I know no, Brad can't drive. So, <laughs> but eventually
4: the, the one guy that was doing all the arguing and instigating fell asleep, thank God. And the other guy just sat there like a bump on a log the whole time. And I was like, I'm just going to watch the George Michael you know, documentary because I love George Michael. And so I watched
3: the George Michael documentary. What? You made better friends with a gay couple near you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how did that not get you points? Because you got to have faith. I, honest, <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I don't even care because I had my headphones in and I was like, fuck everybody at this point. And so they had lied to me in Atlanta. They were like, well, we have no more room in the overhead bins, so you need to check your bag. And I was like, sure, okay. Is Because I had my carry-on and that's that's all I had. There was like 10,000 feet of fucking space in the first class section, but apparently we can't use it because we didn't pay for a first class seat. That's correct. So I was like, whatever. And I waited 20 minutes when I finally landed uh, to get my bag, and then I fucking went home. But I was like, I I literally traveled for three days, and none of it was a great experience. Like, it wasn't like, oh, everything went, you know, swimmingly like it normally does. Everything that could have, well, not everything, but things went wrong. I mean, yeah, the plane broke. And I'm like, just go get a fucking new one. <laughs> they did they did it in Vegas when they were like, they literally, the pilot came out and goes, hey, the fucking plane's broke. They're going to get a new one. And we're like, sweet. And he's like, it'll be 20 minutes. The plane was there in 15, and then we started boarding. They came out, and they're like, it's going to take 10 minutes to fix the plane, two and a half fucking hours later. And then I got a lady going, any updates? And I, she's looking at me, and I'm like, no. And she's like, they, she's like they haven't said anything? And I was like... No. I was right here next to you.
0: It was 10 minutes to fix the plane, but it took him an hour and 45 minutes to get to figure out where the hell the mechanics were.
4: Look, I, I I have no idea. It it was something with the reverse thrust on one of the engines, so I was like, that's pretty fucking important, especially nah, when you... you don't need reverse
2: thrust. You're only going
4: forward. Yeah, yes, well... Until it's time to until land. Until it's time to land, <laughs> and then I need that one engine, otherwise we'll be spinning in fucking circles. Oh, no. They just put you on the <laughs> longest
2: straight one, and you just start at the bottom and... Just but, coast the rest of the way. he would be fine. I'm glad that is over.
4: Like, I'm glad that is over. So that was not fun. Was it better than
0: flying military?
4: No, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I would have rather been on a C-17. <laughs> like, that would that would have been much better. Because then you know you can kick the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> Actually, he's not even fucking allowed. Well, no, he would be allowed on board. They would just have to ratchet strap his fucking wheelchair to the fucking
2: side <laughs> and figure out how to seat belt him in. We just, we just found an empty crate and put him in there. He's not going to roll off. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you chalk block
4: his wheelchair <laughs> so he can't go anywhere. But no, flying military would have been way better. Like Even when they put the seats in a C-17 and you're literally like a pack of sardines, Like the seats are this wide and
2: they expect you to fit into that seat. Uh huh, And so you're like But that's why they have weight restrictions in the military So you all fit them in the plane seats That's right yeah, No
4: <laughs> Not everybody can follow that Because there are ex- exceptions Like they're finally uh, they starting to make They have to drive, that's all Well, they're, they're starting to make some exceptions Like Samoans, they're just naturally hefty and hardy folks
2: Yeah, but they live on islands So they're used to boats You leave them on the boat Yeah, no <laughs> No you
4: know, and then there's people with thyroid issues, and then there are some people who are just Itali- barely... Italians.
2: <laughs> you know, we, we have plenty of those. And then there's guys like me who think sandwiches taste better in pairs. Yes. <laughs> they do taste better in pairs.
0: Okay, this question came up yesterday. Two questions about sandwiches. Cutting a sandwich diagonally makes it taste better than cutting it straight. No, it makes you look like an uppity shithead. And for some reason, when you cut it on a diagonal, the
3: sandwich looks bigger. That is a true thing. I always cut them on diagonals in the restaurant.
0: I like the diagonal
4: because then that first bite is easier, you know, because you're you're getting that from the
3: corner. And it looks better for plate presentation. Yeah. yeah. It does. On a diagonal. It does. And people eat with their eyes first. And there then they're colon.
2: That's the only argument for cutting a sandwich at all. That and
0: you, you have tiny
2: lady hands.
3: <laughs>
1: you you too cut hard hard to it, hold it a on a an, you cut my it my an
3: angle. Hand.
0: You put it on the plate so that there's a. It's a triangular height. place in the between them, and you fill that area with chips. That's that's exactly correct,
2: <laughs> and the only reason to cut a sandwich. So I finally
4: tried something from the late '80s and early '90s, and I just tried it yesterday. Did you no, was it after the George Michael video? It was not.
3: <laughs>
2: it
4: was during. <laughs> so I got a hold of some Dijon mustard.
1: Uh, the fancy Grey shit, that one.
4: Yeah, I've never had Grey poupon no? before, and I never. It's awesome. And it, I'm just like, I'm just a straight like spicy brown mustard or stone ground mustard or just French's mustard, right? I tried some of this shit, and I was like, oh, it's fucking magic in a bottle. Grey Poupon's some good. Stuff. I ran out and yeah. bought a Bentley. I know, right? And now, do you know what we used to do at Six Flags over Texas in Arlington? They, they used to have this ride called the Mini Mine Train. There was, a, there was a portion where two train cars would actually slow down and pass each other, and you could actually talk to people as you were passing because you would go so slow. And so we'd be like, we'd hang out one side. We'd be like, pardon me, do you have any gray poop on?
2: What is your name?
4: <laughs> and it was like we had the conquistador, which was the gigantic boat and it would swing. And so one side would go up and it'd be like, Taste great. And the other side would go up less filling. Like we used to do some funky shit. It was it was fun.
3: Huh. He's got a friend over there, huh? I'm just sitting here minding my own business. No, You've you're not. Got he's like friends in me. He's like, play with me. You gotta do something got in Corporal me. Corporal punishment or whatever you called it. You gotta teach him. Smack him in the mouth? Well, you gotta? I'm not gonna smack your dog. It, it, it takes a village, buddy.
1: <laughs> it takes a
3: village. I'm just, make, I'm just making a fist because he can't fit the whole thing in his mouth. Yeah, but that's what he, he knows. That when he does the fist, he's just he's ready to bite. I'm telling you, give him a little swap. I'm not saying knock his teeth out, right? But just <laughs> remember. Have fun little.
4: editing that out. That out. Yeah. A little correction. <laughs> that's
0: everybody's microphone. Yep. It's all right. He's the peanut gallery tonight. What are you doing over there? Oh, he heard you. Hey, what are you doing? Cooper? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> now he's coming to attack you.
2: Here now. Hey, what are you doing over there, Cooper? Huh? Come <sighs> over here. <laughs> you know he's our he entertainment. Guy, huh? He's quiet now. Let's hang on to him. You know, I might pay. Hey, you know
3: what? He's a good dude. Like I say, we've been training with right now because he's a puller on oh, the wait, leash. Which, which leg is he not supposed to be using? He's the left leg, left front.
2: Oh, so I could, if I hold him so he has to stand on his rear legs indefinitely,
3: that, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been training. We've been training a lot. So walking in the streets and keeping him off the grass for our training for like for 45 minutes or an hour. We just walk back and forth, back and forth, just until he pulls, you know, to stop pulling. And he's getting better with it. This was day three. So he's getting there.
2: You should look into gentle leads. I don't know if they make them small enough for him. But they do. It, it pulls the dog's head to the back uh-huh. when they yank on the leash, and that keeps him from pulling. <laughs> Is that it where
3: they it have doesn't the, hurt them either. Is that where they have right. the, the, the clip right in the, by the chest? Nope. They have a thing that goes
2: over their snout. It goes over their snout, yeah. Oh. And they can still open their mouths. They can yep. still bite if they need to, but it keeps the leash from getting yanked out.
4: All right. Yeah, and so if they pull too hard, it, it turns their head to one side. And so if the theory is obviously they won't like that, so they won't pull too hard, and then they'll just learn to walk normal.
3: That's what I'll do, because the other one I was looking at was the— uh the one that's a chest harness like, like he's wearing right now, but it's got the class right in the front. So as he starts to run, he flips right around. He's always looking at you. <laughs> so he starts to run, and then, boom, he's looking at you again. So eventually they learn to walk with it, you know, so it's always right next to you. He turns around, he's always looking at you yeah. with the expression
4: of, what the fuck just what happened? What's going on here? <laughs> it's like, hey, this is bullshit, Dad.
3: Yep. Yep. But he's been like I now I've been adjusting like with his food a little bit because now he's getting bigger so I've not been feeding him as much.
4: Is that another one of them penis chews? Yeah. Are you getting hungry? (laughs) (laughs) I did watch a George Michael
2: video. (laughs) No. I don't dislike George Michael because he's gay. I, I dislike George Michael because he made music in the 80s.
3: Uh, I, love 80s I love George music. Michael. I th- I was a
4: big fan. I don't care. I mean, I still have to watch the Wham! documentary about him and Andrew Ridgely. Because so, they, they glossed on it a little bit in the George Michael documentary. But I always liked his music and thought he had a great voice. Fred Durst likes George Michael. Didn't he cover him? With uh, what song? Faith. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Which George Michael had to approve or whoever owned the rights to that song because it may not have been George Michael. Because George Michael didn't really get to do his music until the 90s. So like, what was it, 1990, I forget the name of the one song, but he he was famous for wearing the leather jacket all the time and just kind of being the American leather-wearing dude, even though he was British. I will
3: be your father figure.
4: Mm. Well... That one, that was a good one. But the video I'm speaking of, he actually, the leather jacket is burnt. They burn, they set it on fire in the video, and it's like him saying, I'm done being what you want me to be, and I'm going to actually be me, the artist that I want to be.
3: I think those ashes are in the Music Hall of Fame. (laughs) (laughs) They
4: might be. Freedom. That would be Freedom. Freedom 90, I think is the song? Freedom 90. Yeah. So that was where he basically was like, yeah, I'm not going to be your your fucking Chogi boy selling records and shit anymore. You know, I'm going to make music that I want to make. And I mean, he did a lot of crossover hits, you know, with Elton John and
0: <laughs> all kinds of folks. He did a lot of cross things. I uh, thought he had a you know what I, phenomenal voice. Except for his Christmas music. Oh, yeah. If I have to listen to that, is that it? fucking the song. Last Christmas. Yeah.
4: That's a great Christmas movie, no, by the way. Oh, the a movie? The song's terrible. Well, the the there's a movie. I, I don't know if you like Amelia Clark or not, uh huh. But she's in the movie. And
3: she's
0: in of Dragons.
4: She is. Did, did she fly
3: the airplane?
0: <laughs> she got lost.
4: <laughs> she may have. <laughs> but um the the movie is all based on George Michael's music. So if you're not a George Michael fan, you may not like it. But you actually have to watch the movie. It's actually now it's part of our Christmas movie rotation because it's got sentimental value and a moral lesson and things like that. And it. it's actually a really good movie. And Amelia Clark actually does all of her own singing in it. It's actually pretty fucking
2: outstanding. Does she bring the dragons too? No. Is she naked? No. If they burn his jacket, they should burn her
4: clothes. She I mean, does, honestly, she does not have to be naked. She is a gorgeous woman.
0: One of my favorite Christmas movies is The Night They Saved Christmas with Art Carney and Jacqueline Smith. Yeah, it was a good movie. There was an old Christmas
4: movie, and it was like a claymation one, and it was like The Life and Times of Santa Claus, I think was is what it was called. I'll have to look it up. Look that up, because I remember seeing it like... Once or twice as a kid. 1985. Is it what's called the Life and Times of Santa Claus? Yep. Stop motion animated television special. That, that's it. That's the one. That one was pretty good. Um, I can't find it, though, because I'd like the kids to watch it. The Life it.
0: and Adventures of Santa Claus. That's
4: it. I'd like my kids to watch it. But, I mean, everybody has the traditional, you know, Frosty. It's on YouTube, and... the whole thing. Okay. So everybody has, you know, Frosty and Rudolph and...
2: Um... How about Rudolph and Frosty on the Fourth of July? Remember that one? Mm-mm. There was some crazy rankin' bass stuff. Yeah. They came up with some weird shit that doesn't doesn't hold up.
4: I want to see that Santa Claus movie that just came out, uh Violent Night.
0: It's pretty good, maybe. So I haven't the seen it the yet. life and adventures of Santa Claus was based on a children's book written by Frank Baum, who wrote Wizard of Oz. He was from Baldwinsville, New York. Where you got stuck.
1: Wow. Where you got stuck. Look That'd how explain- we just tied
4: those three fucking things together. Wow. <laughs> magic is happening on this episode. It's a PFM, small word. pure fucking magic. That's it.
3: That should be the new. Uh, that should be our new title. Are we gonna change? We should change titles or uh, every day? At, every no, day? At like not titles. Um, when are you gonna do? Like for three hundred? I mean, we're shenanigans. Are you gonna like update the? He just the stole your shit. And roll like, out
0: brand. I don't know. Walden said we need to change one of the pictures on our on our Facebook pages. I think it's the South Park characters need to go. What yeah. he's talking about. Why?
2: I don't know.
3: We have a I mean, Facebook page?
2: We need to we need to add some. Right. But you guys could go do the same thing. This is a bag. Okay.
3: I uh, What are we gonna do instead? Coop took your know. thing and rolled out. Three hundred. That's coming up pretty quickly. So I don't know. I don't I don't even know we have a Facebook page. Yeah. Yep. I think I remember that, but I never really look at it. Am I friends with you on that? Yeah. Huh. Do you not post stuff from there? I post our podcast from it every week. <laughs> oh the
4: the bad guy, um, what's her face in Star Trek, Spock? Discovery, the the Asian lady. Oh yeah, the the, the ba- uh, Michelle Yao. Michelle Yao, she's in that movie Last Christmas. Is she really? Yes. So it's her. I think Annette Bening is in it. Okay. Like love her. There's a couple of like big name people in it, it. Was, was actually not. like I said, it, it was really good. You'll have to just give it a whirl around Christmas and see what you think. <laughs> All right. Because she does all of the, she does all of her own singing in that. So it's Annette not like Benning or no Amelia Clark.
0: Oh okay, we we're talking about three different women all in the same sentence.
4: Yeah, though, but man. it's it's okay. Like they're you know all attractive in their own right.
0: They're so. on the list for right here. <laughs> oh nope nope he's he's thinking. Who are you talking about? Annette Benning, Michelle Yao, and Amelia Clark.
1: <sighs> Young Annette Benning. Either yes. way, out of respect, I'd eat her box. What about <laughs> Michelle Yao? You know who she is? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that any of are top ten. Okay,
4: I just think Amelia. Is she Clark brought has the it?
1: dragons, Amelia
0: Clark makes top
1: ten.
4: She has a girl next door look, top twelve to me. Okay, when I mean, we, she smiles, she okay. smiles with her
1: entire face. She, and if the midget tickles my balls,
2: she is. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I mean, we found out this <laughs> week. They were just walking by. We we found out this week that, that Sophia Vergara is is single again. Yeah, we know because he was stifling the marriage or something, according to her. So I mean, that bumps everybody down further on the list. She takes like the top three. No. <laughs> well, she is a gorgeous woman. <laughs> yep. Other than not being present, she's almost perfect. she ever <laughs> in a Christmas movie? She's
1: <laughs> incomprehensible. You can't comprehend her? Have you ever heard her speak? Yes. Even in her native tongue. It's just way too fast. She's done both on her. Modern Family. Yeah. Can't understand a fucking word she says.
2: I, I'm not really. He's not about interested
4: her. in that kind of communication.
0: What about Selma Hayek? A consent. Selma Hayek just Jesus. seems to. Yes. She's
4: four and five. Yes. She's a fucking vampire. <laughs> like. She just compare. She was just
2: playing one in a movie.
4: I know. She's not really a vampire. Compare her in in that movie, right? What was the name of that movie? Um, Till Dawn. From From Dust Till Dawn, Dawn. and then now it doesn't look like there's a lot that's changed. She's definitely. I mean, you can tell she's
2: aged. Oh yeah, she's She's aging very. She's fifty six, but she's and she has people that keep her young looking. I know she's not drinking like infant blood or anything. Well, like Well, as that. long as she's not you don't turning know out, she's not. You don't yeah. know that she is. Look, as long as she's not doing it,
4: Elizabeth. Uh, Bar- uh, what is her name? Barthoni, Barathoni, whatever. She was the, the lady in like Romania or Czechoslovakia that was like taking young girls and like killing them and then bathing in their blood to stay young. Oh yeah, I don't know anything about that. I think it was Bethroni. Is her last name Elizabeth Bathroni. I always have problems pronouncing her last fucking name, but she was like a forty-year-old widow who looked who looked youthful for her age back in Bathory. That might be it, Elizabeth somethingeroni. like the the blood. Something. She was a Hungarian serial killer. That's right, and she would lock these women away in her castle, and then she would have them killed and drained, and then bathe in their blood.
3: Yeah, you can because
4: she that. believed it kept her looking young. Ultimately, she was. Stopped and then they locked her in a fucking tower and then she just stayed and there. Then and then Henry VIII
0: died. married her. What's her name?
4: Did he really? <laughs> no. Please tell me no.
0: What's her name? Same time period, but no. Yeah. Spell her name for me. What's this? Elizabeth Bathory. B A T H O R Y. Bathory. That's right. Elizabeth Bathory. Was, as soon as you said it, I'm going. Something's not quite right. You're really close. And I on that I, point, I always fuck off. Uh, uh, you
3: know, so fuck look up
1: look
4: at the last that. From name.
3: 1560. See, there's always been serial killers. Well, yeah. Poor Captain Crunch.
2: They didn't always get specials on the Netflix, though. Yeah.
0: (laughs)
3: Did she make it on that show with all these? Like Cleopatra.
0: They have a fucking movie about Cleopatra on Netflix, and they're using Greek letters to make it look like they're spelling out Cleopatra. Well, the thing that's a triangle is the delta, and sure, it looks like an A was actually a D.
3: That's correct.
0: And so they have all these, they're trying to use, it's... It's a disaster.
3: So they're doing it for the people that don't really know the letters, just because right. they wanted to spell. And
0: people are in Greek are going, "What is the hell is καπλαδεδεμαδε?" <laughs> <laughs> um, I
2: I was at a one of those stores that just sells Greek merchandise for fraternities and sororities. Okay, and I
0: thought maybe the George Michael video was on sale there. <laughs> no, no, I don't get that illusion <laughs> at all. Timmy had gotten me
2: a, a really nice sweatshirt with my fraternity logo on it. Lambda
0: and, lambda lambda? No. <laughs> and,
2: uh, <laughs> so so we, we went back to this store and I was checking out this other stuff and there's these girls and they're just buying these three pillows. So I'm like, what sorority is that? And they each hold one up and it's the Sigma Epsilon. Alpha Tau. It's just spelled Eat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> of, course, of course it did <laughs>
2: Oh, you took that a whole different way Of course I did and Of course you did It's <laughs> Matt What was I thinking? Thank you for doing that <laughs> Want to speed round these? Do I And go We only may even mentioned one And I don't even bother i will just reuse this list next week Sure Sure uh, Is there one that we absolutely have to take Probably not Because Oh, well, this one This one we want to talk about So, Apparently Beetlejuice 2 is coming out. Yes. yes. They're For real? They're in the process of yeah. shooting oh, the movie yeah. right With all now. the cast? Yeah. In, up in Vermont. With the exception. In Vermont? Yeah, with the
4: exception of the, the one guy who was the interior decorator. Because yeah. he, he, he died. Because he
2: died. But they got everybody. Else. Well, didn't didn't the mom die too? Can't remember the mom's name. Catherine O'Hare? Oh, I thought that wasn't Catherine O'Hare. I thought it was uh, the redhead I always confused with Catherine O'Hare. No, it's
4: it Catherine was... O'Hare. Okay, good. Dude. Who was in a great series in um, Shit's
3: Creek? Shit's Creek. Schitt's Creek's Schitt's amazing. Fantastic. My wife is show. rewatching it for Fucking the second time. I love that love show. It. She was loving it. it. It's another one I try to get into, and I'm just like, eh, it's all right. Really? And I love everybody in it.
0: Oh, that reminds me. My wife's cousin lives in Vegas, and he was in town for a family member's graduation party, and he's a huge Letterkenny fan. So I told him about what we do in the shadows. I said, I love Letterkenny. He's talking about it. He goes, if you get a chance to go to Letterkenny Live, do it. I said, they sell out so fast, I can't ever get tickets. I've tried twice because they've come to Buffalo twice. And he goes, well, next time they come to Vegas, call me. I get comp tickets because that's what I do in Vegas. So we might have, we might have to go to Vegas, see Letterkenny Live. Road what do trip. You think? Yeah. Road trip. Road trip? Con- oh, we're driving, airport. right?
2: <laughs> I was just going to say we're flying though, right? <laughs> we're fucking driving, right? When he's driving. I'm flying. <laughs> you can drop us off at the airport. That's a long-ass drive. Oh, yeah, it is. We have to fly.
3: We'll do shenanigans from out there.
2: I'm going later this year we anyway. Can get
3: a, we can get a plane from Vegas. Those guys will comp us a plane. We'll I be fine. It.
2: Why would they comp us a plane?
3: Because well, they're the like, casinos. Al- Al- and I'll take care of it.
1: Look,
2: we, we get an evening flight. They send me stuff like that all the time. Oh, okay. Look, you
4: get a flight that leaves in the evening here. So you get the airport a little early so you can have, you know... Take airport. the red eye. Hey, to have a few airport beers. By the time you get there, remember, you're going backwards in time. So you you go west coast time.
2: I haven't been drinking for four hours
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit I
2: haven't even started drinking yet, <laughs> yeah, I <haven't> started <laughs> yet. shit <laughs> you know so then you get there and we're all
3: I'm gonna not going to drink
2: until five o'clock oh it's four o'clock
4: it's fucking five o... <laughs> what's well, five o'clock back in Buffalo <laughs> so there you go so you get there you gamble in the airport you're fucking gambling in the airport it's fucking insane to me that's where you smoke too
2: yeah I know right you smoke that. You can gamble in the smoking area in the mm-hmm. Vegas airport. Oh, I know. Which I loved. I've been to Vegas many
4: times, but you got to be careful with all the the fucking crack addicts and meth addicts and shit on the streets now, by the strip. <laughs> They're the ones flying they, your plane. They, <laughs> they, they can't. <laughs> they can't kick them off of the sidewalks, and then they can actually walk into the hotels now, and go into the lobbies, and they can't be forced to leave. You got a spider repellent.
3: I'll get it.
4: You know. Because what happens is if they get kicked out of the hotel, then they can sue the hotel for discrimination.
3: Oh, so they're gonna they know that, so they're gonna try more, now more. if
4: you go down to old Las Vegas off <laughs> strip where certain elements are still running things. <laughs> oh you do it. You you don't see that. But old now Vegas that is so nice New Vegas is owned by big business, big business doesn't want to get sued. Watch so your pussies. like I, I'm telling you, I saw one guy who was He was like this trans person, whatever. Like, literally, it was a man with boobs, wearing a halter top and some tight-ass jeans and some high heels, just totally cracked the fuck out and was, like, twitching and doing this twerky-looking... It was just dirty. I was like, I had never seen no shit like that before in my life.
0: I don't think it's a problem that they're cross-dressed or transgender or whatever. It's It's the cracked-out part that's that's the problem.
4: the part. But what I'm saying is just so you get... An image of what I saw. I mean, there were people that were holding signs like, we'll suck dick for money. I mean, just straight out there on the sidewalks. And, ah! I
1: mean, did you
4: get a card? I did not.
0: <laughs> that spider came down, listened to our show, and said, fuck this, and went
4: right back up. Did you see that shit? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, I just wanted you to get a picture of what I was seeing, because, like, I've never seen a man with boobs in real life. Like, Have you le- ever... legit boobs in real life. Never seen it. How about moobs? Well, you see moobs when you're in a locker room. But this was like a dude in the flesh with like real boobs. Never seen it before. Full fledged
2: really? implants.
4: I, I I don't know. But they were just boom, it was there. And I was like, Okay. How'd you do that? And then you could tell the person was homeless because they were extremely filthy. You know, just covered they, in dirt. How can they
2: afford all the hormones if they're if they're homeless? I, I don't know.
0: Maybe they're not homeless. Maybe it's like in Toronto where the businessmen use their oh. lunch hour to go. No. To go, what do you call it, panhandling and then take their, their, what is going on? Where's he at? I don't even see him. I don't even see him. It's coming down for the yoo
1: <laughs>
0: Guard your you with your life. Double fudge. Is he going for Ellen's seat? Anyway, so they're shooting Beetlejuice 2,
2: which sounds exciting, uh-huh. up in Vermont. But state police are investigating two thefts, one in, of a large lamppost topped with a distinctive pumpkin decoration. You guys remember that from the movie? Don't. Nope. Remember that at some point her art becomes uh, furniture and then it comes alive and it like is holding people down and and shit like that. That was one of the that was one of the decorations, one of the props from the show. Uh, And then the other is a 150 pound abstract art piece, uh, both taken from the vicinity of a cemetery. Someone bundled up the lamppost cover with a tarp and fled at a high rate of speed in a pickup truck on July 14th, while the theft near the cemetery took place several days later according to state police. Uh, the sequel to the 1988 movie is filming in East Corinth near the New Hampshire border. Good. Tell everybody where they're shooting so we can go steal more souvenirs. The original Tim Horton movie about a home haunted by ghosts. Did you say Tim Horton movie? Tim That's what I heard. Burton horror. I heard Tim Horton movie. Fine. He <laughs>
0: sells <himself, laughs> great fucking Burton donuts.
2: Horror. I hear the coffee's pretty good, too. But a home haunted by ghosts played by Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin also starred, oh, we can't have Alec Baldwin in this. He'll shoot somebody. <laughs> I, I I don't even want to talk about that. Also starring one on who probably stole the, the souvenirs. <laughs> <All> right.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Chucker
0: Trailer.
2: Was also filmed in East Corinth.
0: Regardless, just Chucker Trailer.
2: The new sequel. For the new sequel, <laughs> Michael Keaton is reprising his role as the bio-exorcist Beetlejuice. By the way. If you guys haven't noticed, the new Flash movie features the original Michael Keaton Batman. Have you guys seen that? Not Mm-mm. yet. Yeah. Oh, is it like, the one
0: with that crazy Ezra? What's his name? Yeah, it's the Flash, Ezra yeah. Miller. Yeah, I mean, complete nut job.
2: I, I don't care. I, I don't. I think the Flash is one of the most useless uh, superheroes because everybody runs that fast in that universe. You know, all the superheroes have super That's speed at some. His point. only superpower, That's all right? This is he goes real fast. A bunch of them do. Superman can run as fast as The Flash, so who gives a fuck about The Flash, right?
4: Anyway. I-, I watched The Flash when it was a TV series in like the early 90s, and it had John Wesley Shipp played The Flash. I didn't. It oh, went yeah. for a couple of seasons.
0: He was Dawson's dad.
2: <laughs> uh, but in anyway, my- Dawson's Creek? Michael Keaton's going to be back as yeah. Beetlejuice, and the sequel also features Wednesday star Jenna Ortega. The movie's due to be released next year. I like Jenna Ortega. She is an excellent, excellent Wednesday. And when she's not playing Wednesday, she's... If you like dark, skinny
1: women. I appreciated her in that TV series.
2: Yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really interesting that they had the original Wednesday playing a character next to her. Now I can't think of her name. I like her a lot. It was really disappointing when she got breast reduction. But I can't think of her name.
1: I didn't catch that.
2: Yes, she had breast reduction.
1: Christina Ricci. Oh, you're talking that. Yeah, she's Christina
2: always Rizzi. been gorgeous. Yes, she's lovely, but now she's not as busty as she used to be. And
1: yeah. Sometimes it hurts their back.
2: Well, I'm. I've offered to help. <laughs> if you need more support, call me. Right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the proprietor of the hand brawl. Correct. <laughs> yeah. It happens.
2: And also another one that we have to talk about right now is that no. A week after singer Lana Del Rey moonlighted as a waitress at the Waffle House, David Letterman decided to apparently ditch his entertainment, entertainer ways as well and work as a grocery bagging grocery bagger for a shift in Iowa on Friday. An image of the late night legend's apparent new gig is currently blowing up on Facebook. In the jarring photo posted by High V grocery store, the 76 year old former late night with David Letterman host can be seen clad in an apron and his own name tag while inspecting a can of camel's soup at an outlet in Des Moines. Des Moines? Yes. Des Moines. Des Moines. Uh, you never know who you'll bump into while you're shopping the aisles at High V, read the caption. Thankfully it didn't appear as if Letterman was stocking shelves to make ends meet. It's gonna be the new fad.
1: And really who cares
4: that either way nobody gives a shit. You're gonna do it for a shift, go look at me, and then you're gonna go
2: back to your life. So I think I appreciate Letterman doing something like this because when he was on the show, he was known as being a dick, especially to women. Right. And embraced it. He managed to not get cancelled and he was apologetic at the right points to to accomplish that and he's really shown uh, a realization that he got bigger than his britches and he wasn't really doing anything that important and i think that you know the things that he's done since retirement like this have been more attuned to a man of his stature without being disrespectful to other people so I like that he did this. You know who this I don't... almost like a come-up The person I don't mind
4: coming back down and doing that is, like, Mike Rowe from Dirty Jobs. Like, Mike Rowe's held a whole bunch of different jobs, and he's a TV presenter and a narrator and all this other shit. And he's like, here, Dirty Jobs. And he's like, we're going to go and be a sewer tunnel cleaner today. And he literally gets in there, and he cleans the sewer with these people. Yep. he gets all fucking filthy. Now, he used to... I forget what he used to do. But he's always... Cash
3: Cab. No.
4: He He started out in Cash Cab. Well, he may have, but he was also a manual laborer. I think he was either construction or something crazy. And so he never really strayed far. I mean, yeah, Cash Cab was like about as far away as he got, but he narrates and then Dirty Jobs. It's a guy making a living still doing manual labor because he does the things with the people. And I'm like... That I can get behind.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I love Mike Rowe. I think he's a, a, a great guy. And he is always one that talks about supporting the working class and how important skilled trades are. They're very important. And I, he, he's got the motto, work smart and hard, mm-hmm. which I, I think that he says uh, a lot of things that, that are important to the youth today. He's a former Eagle Scout. Are you what, former? Sc- or aren't you always an
3: Eagle Scout? once you're well, an Eagle oh, always you're right. an Eagle Scout. You're right.
2: Scout. He isn't. He is an Eagle Scout. Boy Scouts is backhanded vocational education. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a merit badge because you get a sample of what being a plumber is like, what a um, a carpenter does, and then you're learning about citizenship and and, and and you know things like that. And he's he's continuing that sort of civics minded mm-hmm. and hard work is is rewarded kind of mentality. And I think it's really important to instill in our kids and, you know, our our grandkids. We're getting to that age, right? Yeah. And I mean, speaking of which, has anybody heard
4: of something called time blindness? Has anybody heard about that shit? I I might
2: be living it, if it means what I think it means.
4: (laughs) So apparently, people who lose track of time and can never be on time. My wife... Like, that's literally the new excuse right now. So there was a... Is being time blind? Yeah. There was a a young lady who interviewed for a job, and she asked them, she's like, well, do you have special, what do you call them, when you get those things at work? Regulations. Accommodations. accommodations? No, accommodations. So do you have, like, accommodations for people who are time blind? And they were like, well, what is that? And she's like, well, I always have trouble being on time and remembering what time it is and blah, 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 blah. And they're like
0: because she's yeah. a millennial and can't read analog clocks. Yeah, we have exactly,
4: a clock. And she's like and they were like, "Haha, yeah. No, that's going to get you fired and you're never going to find success." <sighs> like, we live in a world that has you have a computer in your pocket, a cell phone which you can set alarms on. Uh-huh. Okay, for however many you fucking want, you have alarms in your home, you have friends who can call you or text you at specific times if you need to. If services decent is so services And I'm like, and you can't keep track of time and you're just late? I think you just want to show up fucking an hour and a half late because you wanted to get a latte and go to the fucking gym and take selfies. Like, the rest of us are punching a clock. We're on time. Being punctual is a fucking skill and a sign of respect. Showing up late just tells me that you don't really fucking care.
2: I'm just saying. You're right. You're you're absolutely right. I, I think it really depends. Like, I only work at places that don't care that I'm late all the time. I wouldn't call myself time blind. I think that's a load of shit. I think I'm it's just, a load of shit, too. I'm just a procrastinator. That's my, just who I
3: am. My day starts at 7.30. And sometimes you who happens. Sometimes <laughs> it does. <laughs> and you that's know. it. And it depends. If there's people waiting for you, if their shift changes, then punctuality is a necessity. Yes, absolutely. So and if you've if got a position a- that you can go through and get your job done and you decide you want to go in late but you're going to leave a little late, or if you've got a quota, then so be it if there's something like that. But, yeah, if there's dependability or there's hospitality things that are going on and you decide you're going to be late because of time blindness but yet 14 people are standing in a lobby because they need some assistance, well, that's unacceptable. Yeah, you and know,
4: it's not okay. And no, it's not. And so for me – like, without putting out what I do, like, I'm in charge of a lot of shit, you know, and I have my own staff and, and all that. I run my own department. My day starts at 7.30, so I walk in the door at, like, 7.20. 7.25 is as late as I like to be because there's shit that I have to do. There's things that don't get done unless I sign pieces of paper, and then my shift usually ends at 4. Now, granted, can I come in late? I can But I also adjust my shift late because I'm a salaried individual. So as long as I'm putting 40 hours in, it's not like you put in four 10-hour days and you get three days off. That's not a thing. I still have to be there five out of the seven days of the week Mm. because I have responsibilities and I have things that I have to get done. Time blindness would not fly.
3: I went to my employer when they were trying to put us on four 10s, and I'm like, I don't want four 10s. That sounds like that's a horrible thing for me. I'd rather have six, like, sixes. You know, six, six and a halves. Let me do that. I don't mind getting up and do it, but I just, after an eight-hour day, when you were doing computer work, it was brutal to me. I couldn't do it. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, we can work four tens. And I was like, that, six, I wouldn't want to do that. Six and a halves. Yeah. I've
2: never heard of that one.
3: Give me that. Let me go in. I don't care. I can get up early and go putts. I like getting out early. Let me work from six to noon. A, ten hour, a ten hour day.
4: A 10-hour day is brutal, mm-hmm. especially with what I do. Yeah. Like, 10 hours is nuts. So, like, when I have guys that are like, I want to work a double because they want that extra eight hours of overtime. Mm-hmm. So you work one double, you get eight hours of time and a half.
3: And I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you're doing it. Yeah, like, but I don't see. I think it's easier to do it with your job because you're around people and things like that. When you're staring at a computer and all you're doing is reviewing paperwork, that to me was just just a horrible, horrible thing. I couldn't do that for that many hours.
4: Now, staring at a computer, being a drone, There's no. there's no way. But at the end of an eight-hour shift, like... I'm exhausted. I have been on the computer. I have run around my facility doing all kinds of stuff, assisting with this, assisting with that, dealing with outside agencies, uh, dealing with families and all that other stuff. If
3: people are looking to work that double eight-hour shift, are they just kind of avoiding doing work avoidance during the eight hours are actually getting paid so they can have the energy levels to go into that following eight eight oh hour shift. no no not so at they're all still going out and they're making it happen oh
4: they are they're okay. they're they're hard-working folks mm-hmm. it's it's a lot when you're in the healthcare industry like you're you're actively taking care of people and there's times where you get you know oh there's nothing to do for an hour you can't take care of someone too much right because then you're just being an annoyance so Once everything is done and none of your individuals you're providing health care to are needing anything, you're just kind of going, okay, well, now we're in reactive mode. And so you get to sit down. You can go get a cup of coffee. You can leave the building, go get something to drink, something to eat, come back, you know, because we have people that can take care of that. But as soon as, you know, a bell gets rang or, you know, you hear somebody fall, like it's boom, it's go time. Time blindness does not fly in my industry, at least in my portion of the industry. It's an excuse
0: someone being just unable to, I don't know, it just seems like an excuse.
4: It, it's an excuse. Like, I don't understand how you do not Put know what fucking time is. Put on your grown-up pants. Put on your big girl pants, or your big boy pants, whatever, right. and and man up and go to fucking
0: there work. There are people who have no concept of time and are, that will spend far more time on something than they realize they are spending their time on but but they can still show up on time right to work i just need you to
4: show up on time show up on time and it is i was just that time blindness thing like i i was reading about it and i heard it and i was like what and so i researched it a little bit and it's yeah. like it's, oh yeah there are doctors that are trying to say that this is a real thing and i'm like
3: no it's a crock of shit modern day excuse for laziness i mean and it, it, that's it, it how is. do you go through and if somebody's been laying on a floor for you know, two hours, and you unfortunately weren't able to get there because you had time blindness. How did you think that person on the floor that's need your assistance cares whether you have time blindness well, or not?
4: I can tell
2: you right sure. now, I would not hire you. All right, right? Let, me, let me tell a, a, an analogy here that might illustrate this. So, here's the difference between my wife and I. My wife will arrive at a place at the designated time, and call that almost late mm-hmm. because she wasn't she wasn't early. If you're ten mm-hmm. minutes early,
1: you're five minutes late.
2: Now. I, on the other hand, resent any extra time given to my employer that I'm not getting paid for. So if I'm not on the clock, I'm not on the site. As soon as I walk in, I'm working until the time I punch out, and then I'm not working. They're not getting one second of free time on them. Now that I'm salaried, that's different. But when I was on the clock, I was on the clock. Mm -hmm. And when I go home, the last thing I'm thinking about is work. I don't think about work when I go home, unless I get a text message
4: or a random phone call, which happens from time to time when you're in my position. Right. There's there's nothing I can do about that.
2: But my 40-minute commute started 40 minutes before I had to be at work. I wasn't getting to work 10 minutes early and then sitting there with my thumb up my ass, sitting in my car or anything like that. I got out and I, I headed into the place and I started doing the thing.
3: See, I'm the opposite. Every time, pretty much every job I've ever had, I'm almost a half hour early because I I just, you know what, I get in, I relax, I go to the Bacow's, I'll grab a cup of coffee, I'll do whatever, get all my stuff in a row, so it makes my if it's going to make my day easier for me to put in that half hour, I don't mind doing that, because my life's easier, and then I'll stretch it out, I'll get it, I'll get that half hour back, whether it's a, you know, an extra little five minute break on a 15 or something like that, but I get it back, but if I don't, I don't care, if I get in there, I hate getting in and just Rushing right into the day Like you get in You gotta just go 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 I agree I like to eat
0: Early But then When So our job Starts at 830 I'm usually there 820 825 And I go in I make sure that The windows are open The cabinets are unlocked That my computer Takes a little while To start up so by the time eight thirty hits, I am actually ready to sit down and start working. I see, but all as that, soon as all that
2: you just described is supposed to happen on the clock,
0: as soon no, because we're not going to have to do all that stuff. You don't. You're not supposed to have to do the windows and all that stuff until
2: why not? You walk in and adjust the thermostat. It's the same thing. Yeah, but as soon as two thirty hits, up, I'm ready to walk out the door. The computer starting up is part of your job performance.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just like getting early. And I'm probably the only one here. Maybe you a little bit. But I take my job with me everywhere I go. Yeah. Maybe because my job's a little different, but. Mine's different. I, I can't no, not
3: mine, but take mine everywhere I go. When I had the restaurant, You're, for sure. Then you were like that all the time.
2: What I do is not who I am. What you do is who you are.
3: Yes. So, so
2: that's different. You're, you found a job doing something passion. you love. I'm in charge of babysitting adults. So I don't need to do that when I get home. Right.
4: (laughs) (laughs) See, I leave work at work for me. I I do. Now, when I leave, I leave it there unless I get a phone call or an email or a text message that comes through my phone or it comes through my watch. Because technically, being a director, I'm on call 24-7, but only for certain things. You know, so like if there's a death or something like that, then yeah I'm notified I have to go in. there's certain things that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, every other week I rotate my assistant and I rotate. she'll be on call one heard week that about you And then the next week I'll be on call and it's it's kind of nice. So there'll be a week where I'm home where I don't get text messages and then there's a week where I get two or three text messages in the evening afterwards because there's something going on with you know, a medication or an outside agency is called and they want to know an answer to this and they're not sure. So, you know, I I get that. But for me, like, I'm an altruist. Like, I just want to help humanity be better and I really don't care about a reward intern. Now, I want to be compensated for my services, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want to work for free, but I'm not in it, honestly, for the money because I really don't fucking need it. I just do it so I don't stare at four fucking walls. And I'm actually good at it. And I don't feel like I've worked a, a day since I've been where I'm at.
3: But I've I, seen people have a job where they their job was to work overnights at like a, a news radio or a news uh, television station. So they did nothing for eight hours. If something happened, you pushed a red button. Mm-hmm. Like if the if they went to that rainbow screen or something like that, you pushed a red button and you go through, and that was your job. You had to do literally nothing. And it was a cake job. You can do whatever you want. You can play video games, watch movies. There's nothing you had to do. You could literally go in and do nothing all day long unless that screen came on and then you'd have to reset the button. So when he went through, he called his boss up one time at like three in the morning. And he's like, well, is there somebody going to, New York State law dictates that I get a 45 minute lunch and uh, who's going to come in and cover me and relieve me for that? So you got a job to do nothing for eight hours a day. And the guy, the guy was just dumbfounded. So the boss went in. Gave him his forty-five minute lunch and a different position. That's it. You don't have you don't have this job anymore. You know. And eventually, the guy got let go of the company because he just. But he was one of those guys. And to me, that's that's crazy to put an extra time. If I got eight hours of doing nothing, I'll get there a half hour early just so I can go through and make sure everything's good, make sure my popcorn's made. You know. I mean, what are you going to do? So there's be watching movies. I think, yeah, I think so. People that go through and want to talk about what they're doing, I, that's insane to me. That guy lost a job, a cake job. And and literally, it wasn't anything. No cleaning, no moving things around. He sat in a chair and waited if something happened.
4: Yeah, I I get in at 720. I walk in. I've got people that are sitting in the foyer that are saying hi to me already. I say hi to some of my staff that I I see because a lot of times most of my staff are already on different sides of the facility taking care of business. Say hi to the cat and the dog, right? And then I go to my office and then turn on my air conditioner, log in real quick see what emails came in. Usually there's a couple and it's like, yeah, okay. So I look at them and I'm like, all right, I'm going to red flag these. I'll get back to these later. So then my brain can get turned on and get in the mode. And then I talk with my assistant and we go, okay, what do we got for the day? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, you got this. I got that ready. Go team go. And then we go and we do stuff. And then I get back to those emails. And then there's usually five or six random fucking phone calls from a hospital or a doctor's office or another five or six from fucking family members because I had to ground a fucking... I think it's funny how you
3: kind of say, well, I'm not going to mention where I work, but it could be a game. What do you think he does for a living? <laughs> what kind of a facility do you think he's Vin a director? He's got an assistant. People are dying. People are dying.
0: <laughs> so he works email. on a movie. Yeah. Movie, set. movie set.
4: Well, <laughs> like I had to, for all intents and purposes, he's I a mortician. To, he likes George Michael. <laughs> for all intents and purposes, I had to basically ground a 90-year-old. There you and go. then I had to call the family and let the family know that, you know, hey, your family member's been grounded, so... Um, we have her in in-school suspension. <laughs> they're like, well, is this, is this permanent? I'm like, well, it doesn't have to be. I'm like, we can make this temporary
0: thing, but it's going to be at least for 30 days. Like, <laughs> she ain't going nowhere. I will tell you as a, as a counterpoint to me showing up to work early and all the stuff at my job now, I previously had a job that was simply collecting a check. Mm. I mean, I didn't do it because I loved it. I did it because I needed the money. And I would show up late. I'd call in. I would use other people's sick days when I ran out of my own. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? How <laughs> does that work? You don't get mine. So once I found something that I loved, I don't call in.
3: Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. That's how I feel about my work now. I make all my medical appointments on days that there's nobody there. If it's at exams or something along those lines, I'm, right. I'm always there. People always ask me, how, are you, how do you have all these vacation? Well, I don't have vacation days, but how do you have all this time saved up? I was like, because I work 37 and a half hours a week, you know? And it's, it's, it, and it's not that it's a cake job. It's just when you love what you do when you, and you, you can hang out and do that. It's just it's like not even going to work.
4: Right. Yeah. That's like me. Like I have doctor's appointments and I I talk to my boss and I'm like, well, I have a doctor's appointment a month down the road. Here it is. It's scheduled for this time. It's at the end of the day. Oh, well then just leave and go to your appointment and then don't worry about coming back. And I'm like, okay, well, I got sick time. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't even put it in. You're just going to get paid for the whole day. And I'm like, huh? What?
2: How's this work? Well, you have to work 15 minutes.
4: Well, she's like, well, what will happen is there will be something that will happen and you'll have to get called in and then you'll end up working an extra six hours that you won't get paid for. So we're just front loading that time off now. It it all comes out in the wash. It
3: all comes out in
4: the wash. You know, and I'm like, OK, so we're playing by big people rules here. Like you get treated like an adult. And I'm like, I absolutely love that. Like, I can leave whenever I want, go to the gas station, you know, or I can take my lunch whenever I want. And I, I get 30 minutes to an hour, depending. And if I take an hour lunch, then I stay at 30 minutes later in the day just to make up for that. So I'm, I'm there putting in the work. Because I don't want to shortchange. You know, I want to put in that eight hours because that's what I'm supposed to work is eight hours. So I, I want to make sure that they're getting that eight hours. Um, so if that means I come in at 5 in the morning... That's fine. I come in at 5 in the morning. I'm out at 2.30 in the afternoon. Like, peace. Gone. Peace. But, yeah, I agree with you. I absolutely love what I do. That's right. And I, I couldn't imagine not doing it at this point. Like, there are days where it's rough,
3: but... Isn't that what Wayne says? Oh, Wayne. Oh, Wayne. You do what you love. You never work a day in your life. Well, he also says,
2: picking stones and pulling teats. <laughs> it's not, uh... What did he say? It's not the easiest life, but it beats, uh fighting fellas with treasure trails. Yeah, that's it. Well, I got to tell you now on our site,
3: remember I told you like our site only had like the first four seasons that I could watch, but if I get the little Amazon controller and get it to the side and hold the center and then like arrow it up instead of down like I was trying to go through, then I can get those other seasons. So I'll I'll watch up with some Letter Kenny. Well now. All right. I couldn't get it before. I kept saying, "How come I can't get Letter Kenny? It only shows four seasons, and then the same thing with the uh, into the and sh- in what we do in the shadows, because it was like it only showed the th- how many other three seasons? Five, five. So again, it showed the four, but it didn't show the fifth. But Walden said last week, he's like, "Oh, you just gotta, you're going down to scroll down, but if you go up, then it'll bring it that way." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, there I is one show." A computer. So I'm like, "All right," so I got to catch up on Letter Kenny. Hmm.
4: There is one show I'm gonna watch here, before long. Um, it's an Alan Tudyk. Um. TV show, I love Alan Tudget because he's just an awesome character actor. It's called Resident Alien.
0: Was he in Rome? Rome? Yeah, went in Rome. I don't
4: know that. I don't know. Uh, he was in Firefly.
1: He's and, been in a bunch of stuff. He's he's never, an awesome it's, character it's actor. The first series, he's our local pizzeria owners are in Rome right now. Man, yeah,
4: and, and the something. series just got greenlit for a third season, okay. so they're going to make a third season. So I was like, okay,
1: it's on Sci Fi.
4: Um, it's on. Peacock? <laughs> <laughs> what did you call it? Well, we're gonna shorten it and just call it cock. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's the name of the show? Uh, I think it's called Resident Alien. Resident Alien. I th- I think with right. Alan Tudyk. It's got two seasons out right now, um, and a third one just got greenlit. Doctor
0: Harry Vanderspiegel.
4: Yeah, he's like an alien. He comes down. He plays a doctor, and he's I, I don't know. It did sounds pretty interesting, and I I love him as a character actor. So I'm eager to see what he can do as a lead actor.
1: He was the pirate in uh, Dodgeball.
4: Yeah, he was.
3: Oh yeah, oh, yeah I yeah, like
1: that guy. everybody knows that was Wasn't he? He
3: was also in Tucker and Dale versus Evil, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. Tucker, what a brilliant show that was. I haven't watched that, but that's Uh, on my to-do list. That is such a good show. It's a Steve. Steve. It's like a horror movie based on the perspective of the serial killer, you know, or the killers in this case. Um, And it's just were they actual killers? No, it was just a series of mishaps. But when you're looking up from the outside in, it looks like they're throwing a guy into a wood chipper. I mean, it's got all the horror elements to it. You know, Mm -hmm. people are getting impaled and stuff like that. But they're just like he just throwing himself into wood chipper. You know, because they were trying to attack. I still got to watch uh, Rise of the Evil Dead. Ooh, I saw Sean Sean of the Dead.
4: That's fantastic. Is that the one where they fantastic. were fantastic the,
3: when yep. they were in England? And, yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I did. Just, I just saw that the other day. I thought that was a funny show. It's hilarious. It, that's it
4: that's the Simon Pegg. That that's yep. what got me into Simon Pegg as far okay. as like being a fan of Simon Pegg. So. Yeah,
3: that was a funny show. What's, wasn't there? Was the other one that, that I liked with him in it? There's two Hot Fuzz. No, Shaun of the Dead and something else. Oh, he's got a shit ton. There's of a them. ton of them, but there's only two that I've seen. And Hot Fuzz was
4: pretty
0: good. But there was, yeah,
4: those. There was were a lot of funny. deadpan humor in Hot Fuzz, but it was
0: good. Big Train, Space, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, The World's End, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, Lost Transmissions. <laughs> Let's see, if there's more here. When, he- whenabouts was it? You think the League of Gentlemen's Apocalypse, Land of the Dead, Mission Impossible Three. Grindhouse. A, it was. It was like another zombie. It was like a zombie one? Was it
3: Grindhouse? I don't know. Diary of the Dead. Run, fat boy, run. Run, fat boy, run. Was actually. Really but they good. were all like him and his buddy, and his buddy Burke got broken hair. His buddy got bit, and he was turning into a, uh, a zombie too afterwards. Well, that was Hot Fuzz. No, not Hot Fuzz. That was
4: uh, Shaun of the Dead, because he had his buddy out back in a doghouse playing PlayStation with him at the yeah. end of the
3: movie. Slaughterhouse Rules. Maybe that. Maybe that's it. So. Hot Fuzz was the one where Hot he Fuzz was a cop. Oh, that's the one I saw. Okay, you're right. Shaun of the Dead's the one where I did first like him. Hot Fuzz is what I just watched then last week. He said he went into Europe. Okay, that was the one. Hot
4: Fuzz was fun. Watch uh, Run, Fat Boy, Run. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. It's got Hank Azaria in it. And he's a pretty good character actor, too. Yeah. But Run, Fat Boy, Run was good. And then he was in a, it's like a romantic comedy where he was meeting up on a blind date and this one chick, like, she totally lies about being the girl he's supposed to meet. And they go out and, like, you just watch them over the course of the movie. And he's got all this baggage and she's got this baggage. And you finally see all the baggage come to life. It was, it was actually really good. Nice. Wife and I watched it. So
0: I just started watching Man Down with Greg Davies. He's hilarious. He's a comedian. He's six foot eight, really tall dude. Mm. He's in a bunch of stuff. It's his first leading role, I think. I'm not a man going through a midlife crisis. He's a teacher, and his girlfriend leaves him, so. I don't think I've started my midlife crisis yet. You have.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I haven't gone out and got the sports car. I'm not trying to leave my wife for a a newer model,
2: Uh you know. I settled for a pork pie hat. A what? Pork pie hat. (laughs) That was the closest I got to a midlife crisis. I think my midlife
3: crisis was the drive. I'm a content,
4: happy individual, like. I don't see the need to Good. shake the tree and rattle the saber and all that. So
0: so is there anything happening in Germany this
4: week? Please say no, because I'm fucking exhausted.
2: You've been talking the whole time. <laughs> well,
4: I'm fucking tired now. Yeah. You see what be. happens? Yeah, you got to be tired.
2: <laughs> well, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, yes. In Germany this week, a suspected lioness that prompted a 30-hour search involving police and other authorities near Berlin, that is bitch. now believed to have been a wild boar. Berlin <laughs> how, do you, oh, police, how do you get you. those confused? How do you mistake that? Only hearing it at night. Uh, Berlin police issued a warning to residents in Kleinmachnow and other southwestern suburbs to keep children and parents. How do you spell that? K-L-E-I-N-M-A-C-H-N-O-W. How would you pronounce it? Is that
0: right? These are for concert tickets.
2: Okay. Keep children and pets indoors on Thursday while a large-scale search was conducted for a suspected female lion on the loose. An unclear video purported to show the lioness wandering near some trees was initially said by police to be authentic. But Kleinmachnow Mayor Michael Grubert said at a Thursday news conference that two wildlife experts had reviewed the footage and determined it does not depict a lioness. He said searchers had not found evidence of any animals aside from wild boar.
3: So if you shot the lioness, like the public at large would be very upset. But what if you shot a wild boar?
0: As long as it wasn't a as as long
4: as would it wasn't a care? truffle boar, you'd be good. Then I would expect you to make bacon.
2: Yeah. That's what I'm it, saying. As long as it doesn't damage my laptop. Oh. That's
0: right. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs>
2: as you run naked after it. I'm That's actually right. planning a, a wild
4: uh a boar hunt uh for the end of the year. So Where are we going? Pennsylvania. All right. Count me in. At the end of the year? It's gonna be cold. It, it is. I'm out. They'll be nice and, and <laughs> fat. <laughs> They'll be nice and fat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So, Rich, what's happening? Cue, Cue the
1: music. <laughs> it's all over that. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> You're waiting for that. Getting that fucking coffee.
3: I know. I A little pick me up.
4: Your listening pleasure at Canada Watch. Smell like pine trees <laughs> in Moose Piss. Canada Watch. Your furry hat matches your
0: furry underpants. <laughs> it's a design flaw or you need a trim? Canada Watch. <laughs> Do you smell like beaver dams and old toes? Canada Watch. <laughs> your uncle looks suspiciously like an elk.
2: Canada Watch. Sure does get lonely up there in the Yukon. Canada Watch. <laughs> we have
4: ze polar bears and Zip milk in Zip bag, y'all. Canada
2: Watch. Hey, Gord. <laughs> <laughs> we still like you, though. Canada Watch. In Canada this week. How many got? Dulce Seven. Fuck. Fuck. Don't. I dare you. Read seven fucking articles. <laughs> okay. No, now don't I, dare yeah, him. I'll be now, fucking, fucking leaving. A. Now when I only do three, you'll feel better. Yeah. Nope. Because <laughs> after we hit two, I'm out. <laughs> Who's Regina? <laughs> it's pronounced Regina. Oh. Because Canada. Okay. (laughs) In Canada this week, the release of one of the summer's biggest blockbuster movies hit a hiccup in the Regina IMAX theater this week. Oppenheimer, the biopic following J. Robert Oppenheimer, a key physicist who helped create the first nuclear weapons, was supposed to be shown in its high-quality 1570-millimeter form in the world's 30 IMAX theaters when it opened on Thursday. But in Regina... Technical difficulties forced it to be shown in the more common digital laser form.
1: Laser. Laser. So it looked better? Is that what they're saying?
2: Nuke, nuclear no. weapons with freaking lasers.
1: The, fit, the film was too big to
0: fit in the... I've watched the reviews of this movie. It's gotten fantastic reviews from the critics, and there's a group of casual moviegoers going, I don't understand anything. Unless you're a history buff, why would you watch this? Because it's based on real Real. shit. Right. (laughs) It's got real
1: footage in the fucking film.
2: Like, oh my God. Like, these these are the... How how is this better than the History Channel then? Oh, the History Channel sucks. (laughs) They're not very good at history. Really? I I have found them sufficient thus
1: far. Uh Uh-huh. Because you're just a stupid novice.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What does that make
1: you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I admit it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I fucking own it. I'm not. There's only one historian at
0: this table, right? Yeah. Just saying. Right. It's, so it's all the history I needed. They, the History <laughs> Channel did a series called "The Sons of Liberty," and it was about the revolutionary, the breakout of the Revolutionary oh, War. Oh, I thought you were
2: talking about the biker gang one.
0: No, <laughs> that was more entertaining. <laughs> it was. That one was anarchy. And they had, damn right, John Adams being the old guy. During the Boston Massacre time, Sam Adams being the young guy who was flirting with Abigail Adams when, first of all, Abigail would never have done that. John was the young guy and Sam was the old. They had it, they were, they sexed it up and mm-hmm. it made no fucking sense. Well,
4: it's because they had to. Sell was that it? the
0: cartoon one that they no, did, or was no, that no. the? The remember there was, there was a cartoon one that you said one said you one didn't it was like all it was all sorts Look, of bad.
4: I I don't even watch the History Channel. Anymore. No, it's terrible. It's What's that cartoon bad? thing called? But I remember the first episode? You're like, this is horrible. the fucking Manhattan Project. I mean, come on now. Howie told me to do the cartoon one, and I'm like, he goes, it's great, and I'm like the fuck it is. <laughs> anyway, let's let. Rich, get back the article because I I have to go home
2: and go to bed. No, no, you're talking. This time counts.
3: (laughs) Rich has time blindness.
2: That's right. (laughs) That's right. The other part of this I wanted to mention was that it specifically talks about the 1570 film uh, format. Uh, Refers to the 15 perforations along the edge of the frame in length and 70 millimeters in height, which is distinct from the standard 70 millimeter film, which has five perforations per frame. (laughs) I knew you guys would find that
3: fascinating. (laughs) Only in fucking Regina. In
2: other news, Colin,
3: (laughs) forget about it. If anybody gets that reference, you're awesome. Uh,
2: Let's see. It's always nice to have company on a long road trip. And in this case, a Fort Nelson, British Columbia man says he found himself the unexpected companion of a moose calf who willingly hopped into the passenger seat of his truck to escape the jaws of a waiting black bear. Oh. But Mark Skage said he was fired for the act. His employer, AFT Petroleum Inc., let him go for breaking wildlife protocols. Uh, Skage told CBC News he was traveling... North of Fort Nelson, when he noticed the calf alone on the side of the road with no mother in sight, after the calf almost got hit by a few cars, he decided to pull. He tried, decided to pull up to try to scare her off the side of the highway. As he opened the car door, however, the calf trotted over and started climbing into his pickup truck. Uh, after the second time she tried to get in, I looked up across the road. I just happened to glance over there, and halfway across the ditch, maybe like 50 yards, there was a black bear standing there. I just couldn't do it. In my heart, people can say all they want. I know as an outdoorsman, we talk about predator control. Black bears are the number one predator for these calves. So I just thought, well, I can't take care of the predator, but I guess maybe I can take, I can help out this little calf.
1: See the prison pussy on this guy? Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the the like fuck a razor is?
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. I, I believe he's referring to the... Um, the Wilford Brimley the mustache? The Brimley yeah. mustache.
1: <laughs> that mustache hangs out almost as low, low as the goatee does. Well, he doesn't eat too much because he want to get
2: the diabetes. The deer eats it out of his mustache for him. After waiting for a while to see if the calf's mother would appear to scare away the bear, Skage decided to take the moose with him. Calling the British Columbia Conservation Officer Service on the way to help find a place for the calf to stay. Several days later, the calf was taken to a wildlife rehabilitation sentry. Scage said often the right call in situations like this is to let nature take its course, but in this case he made a judgment call to help the calf, and he felt it was the right one, especially given that he later found out the calf is a female. So he knew chivalry.
1: (laughs)
3: <laughs> and you know what? I mean, and that's it. If the guy goes through and doesn't make a phone call and doesn't take photographs of it, then you got to keep your job. You do the right thing. You don't have to do the right thing and tell everybody I'm doing the right thing. I applaud this man for what he did. I do too. Well, the thing is what a cutie this little moose baby is.
2: They, the, the employer felt that he was aware of what he should have done and what he did wasn't what he's supposed to do. Yeah.
0: And the footage from the truck cameras did not show a bear. Or him attempting to find the mother. the mother.
2: And he drove around with that calf in the car for a few hours. Right. It wasn't just Fucking drive a couple and of kilometers there, and drop it off somewhere where the bear wouldn't find it right away, give it a chance to run. So for a few hours, he had a pet. Moose. It's lonely on the road. They, and it was a company so what I'm car. Saying. It was a company car. Did Correct. it say
3: no infant moose in the car? It said no wildlife. They a, must have a wildlife protocol if he's out. That's yeah. right. Just like the wildlife photographers when they're watching baby seals get eaten by polar bears. You know, they got to sit there and document it instead of, me, of pulling that's right. them and save them.
1: It's nature, man. I
3: understand, right. but.
2: In other news. That's not on here. It's not on here. I just found this article.
1: Then I'm not listening. <laughs> I just found this
2: article. A blind British Columbia man completed an 11-hour swim from Sachelt to Nenemo on Sunday, as far as he knows. See <laughs> you, <laughs> Raising over 120,000 Canadian dollars for people in need of guide dogs.
1: So seven dollars thirty-five cents American.
2: <laughs> uh, Scott Reese was greeted at Piper's Lagoon in Nainamo with a warm welcome from Where? dozens of friends, family members, and supporters. Again, as far as he knows, hearing the cheers from the, on the beach gave me the fuel, the fire I needed for the last two hundred or three hundred metres. <laughs> He was just in a backyard above ground circular pool. They just kept redirecting him. What's that? The YooHoo bottle actually has your name on it.
3: It says Rich on it.
2: And so nobody steals it. <laughs> Rich in and out. <laughs> uh, he arrived around 5 p.m., just under 11 hours, exceeding his expectations of making the crossing in under 12. Reese noted that he felt banged up and was happy to be on Back on dry land, as of Monday, Reese has raised $124,401 Canadian dollars for the charity Canadian Guide Dogs for the Blind to help visually impaired people across, I'm sorry, access, help visually impaired people access guide dogs, according to the organization. A four-time Paralympic swimmer, Donovan Tildesley, accompanied Reese swimming alongside him for the first hour and following along by boat the rest of the way. He said he was connected to Reese through a mutual friend It was inspired by his story. He was also accompanied by a friend, Just Van Wurnden, who paddled alongside him in a kayak and guided him across the Georgia Strait, directing him to swim left or right. And Worden said the swim took a lot of planning in terms of picking the right day with the tides and weather. It was a big day, a little emotional for the whole team, I think. We've seen him train really hard for this. And that's what happened in Canada this week. Do you have a website for us? I always have a website. Always. This week's website is worldtraveling.com.
3: Yeah. There's also a website out there that I was stumbling on that makes it'll tell you how to make a... Spider webs out of large black uh, garbage bags. I'm already thinking about Halloween. I might do Halloween this year at my house. Since are we it's... talking this
0: Chinese website, or do I need to put two L's in traveling?
3: There's two. There's three L's
2: in traveling. One in world, and two in traveling. World traveling.
0: How to choose the right hotel? There you go.
2: World traveling is a one-stop destination for avid travelers. Offering the latest luxury travel news, resorts, exciting destinations, and deals worldwide. I'm trying to remember what I found on here that made it interesting. Nothing. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right, Matt. I found nothing on here, and that's why I'm purveying it to y'all tips to make those long flights to Dallas more comfortable <laughs> <laughs>
1: step one bring a wheelchair <laughs> I'd have knocked every one of them motherfuckers all around they probably used the, company, they probably used the me, airport wheelchairs so they probably did they probably got out of their van and used airport wheelchairs you're, you're exactly right
3: <laughs> and it was a whole family of them that's funny not even one or two <laughs> all six of us little Johnny where to eat in Paris? Five top
0: restaurants. Yeah. So if you're but if you're I'll going to be like traveling,
2: sure. you can do a search on here about the city that you're going to. For example, Binghamton, New and York, and find recommended hotels, places to I eat, know. things like that. About Binghamton? Yeah. Congratulations. There's a couple more cities than that, though. It's like Syracuse.
1: I I had nowhere to go there. Bald-
2: Baldwinsville.
0: Baldwinsville. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay in the hotel that's based on. The theme is Wizard of Oz because of Frank Bomb being <laughs> from there. You can stay in Dorothy's room. It's
1: close enough to Syracuse. I just stay there. <laughs>
2: there's a there's a hotel there called the Serpentine Belt because that's exactly how far along that will last.
1: <laughs> I'm through Baldur's all the time.
2: I don't. I stop there.
1: <laughs> Not willingly.
2: Does anyone that's willingly? Also, why I, I have we to. don't we don't travel through Dansville anymore because of a similar thing happening to us many years ago. Like before cell phones.
1: Dansville oh, wow. or North Dansville, There's a difference.
2: And not as far as I'm concerned. There is a difference. There's only one Tonawanda, too.
1: <laughs> well, there is only one Tonawanda, and then there's another. There's a North
2: Tonawanda. It's, it's part of Tonawanda.
0: You can tell you're not from there because they don't pronounce the H. It's North Tonawanda. North? North Tonawanda. Come on. You, where you my cousin lives? Exactly. <laughs> that's,
3: that's where the extra letters sometimes go. I'm glad to see they brought Canal Fest back. I went there last week with my mother. I said, come on, mom, let's go. So we got there at 2 o'clock. Yeah. Nothing's open. It was on Thursday, I think it was. Sure. So yeah. nothing was around. You couldn't get a blooming Onion or any kind of it. I think there was a Mexican joint and a little Greek joint open. But you can find a lot of tattooed ladies pushing baby carriages. Tattooed ladies. No, nah, they weren't even out there at 2 and o'clock.
1: it ended in a big fight. Did, of course. Did three, it? three cops got sent to the hospital. Uh, one of them broke his arm, right? Yep. Was on the news this morning. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, I remember when I first start
0: started working where I work now, they still had the signs that you had to put all the letters in, and someone stole all the C's for Canal Fest. It made <laughs> national news <laughs> that all the signs going into North Tonawanda or Tonawanda said Anal Fest. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They'd
1: have that been was better priceless. off having an Anal Fest. Right. But Canal Fest has always been a shithole.
0: Anyway, so check that out, worldtraveling.com. This week for Shenanigans has been Ellen with a Y. Have a great week, everybody. Vinny. No, fuck,
2: I think that you kicked in.
0: <laughs> Rich. Bye, everybody. Matt. Good night. And I'm Craig. Thanks for listening. Join us again next week.